Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports Network, let's go! Good morning to you. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show right here on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. My name is Stick. Beautiful day out today. No snow. We didn't wake up to snow, so I think that's a positive start to the day. And uh, let's introduce everybody on the show. To my right. What up, though? It's Corey. And to my left. Joey, good morning. Joey looking crispy today in a nice little button-up. He did not want to be shown up by Adam like he was yesterday. Yep. So yep. Joey's yep. looking nice today. Got uh, a cute date tonight. Do you? Yep. Nice. Good for you, man. Does your fiance know? <laughs> no, don't tell him. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. We got um, Alex making sure we sound good and look good over in producer land. Adam and Fish are here as well, as well as intern Joe making sure he's responding and commenting on social media for you guys. And thank you guys for being a part of the conversation and dropping your names, dropping your comments, and just pretty much telling us what we're doing and doing wrong, too. I appreciate that. Got to keep it real always. You right. can't just say what you like about the show. You got to rip on us too. Yeah. So, uh, good morning to you. Let's get into the show. We got a lot of stuff coming up today. Terry Foster is going to be here at 9 a.m. Uh, Fish is excited <laughs> about that. We he's he's over there pumping his fists right now. Uh, we got some other big things to talk about. Justin Fields having epilepsy. How that's going to affect his draft status. And of course, the Detroit Lions picking number seven. As of now, because we don't know if there's going to be a trade on draft day. But what I want to do is go take a look at the like the best number seven picks that have happened in the NFL draft. And when I say this, uh, I don't mean of all time, all time, because I'm not going back to 1947. I, yeah. Like... We just can't do In that. recent years, let's like, do. Otto Graham may have been great, um, but he's not going to make my list if he was drafted at number seven because there was only 10 teams in the league and it was a completely different game back then. Respect to the old timers who made the game what it is, but I want to talk about modern day players. Is that all right, guys? That. So if anybody in the chat is like, oh my God, Bill Kersey from 1957 <laughs> is the best number seven, he may be. But, you know, we're talking 80s and up here. Have that conversation with Tom Masway, 3 to 5 <laughs> on the hook. You could call him 3 to 5 on the hook. And if you want to get in on this conversation, you could call us, too. 313-552-6322. Um, so let's get into it. The best number seven NFL picks of all time. Before uh, we do this, yeah, how would you rank this so far draft class thus far? This class? Yes. Would you put this class at a higher level than other years? Ooh, no. I, I don't know why. I feel like there's a lot of talent in this draft, especially the first, like, 10 or so picks. Yeah, I would say it is top-heavy for sure. They're the first seven players off the board are going to be impact players, but we've seen that before. It's just I think this is just so hyped up because four of those are quarterbacks. Yeah. Normally it's, you know, like Joe Thomas is the number one overall pick. It's a lineman, but it's not as sexy as, oh, Trevor Lawrence is going to change the franchise. 
And that maybe that's why we feel that way this year, because it's all like specialty position players that people actually give a shit about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit more fun in right. that aspect. Right. So let's get into the list. Um, I got at number five, even though he was just drafted in 2018, I put Josh Allen on this list at number five. He was drafted number seven overall, 2018, by the Buffalo Bills. And already he's had a decent career, taking that team, kind of reversing the fortunes of the franchise, taking them to some playoff games early. And, um, yeah, so Josh Allen, to me, goes on the list at number five. I have no problem with that. That's that's about where I have him. I mean, he, he needs – I think over time he can go a little bit higher, probably as high as maybe three, two, never, never really know. But as of right now, he's definitely he will definitely five. Yeah, and that's what I love because look at this throw, Jesus. People often rip on on <laughs> like a Trey Lance, for example, coming out of North Dakota State, and you look at him coming out of Wyoming and being that high. I love how you guys both sipping water. On I that know. Like, <laughs> Alex caught us on the track. We're supposed man. to be smooth and right. drink water when the camera's not on you. <laughs> We're both sipping at the same time. But I love that, you know, like a guy coming number seven so high. What, what, what quarterback was he, like the second or third in that draft? I believe he was third, yeah. And and coming from Wyoming, you know, it just shows that these schools that aren't so high on the radar are producing great elite talent like that. Yeah, and that's what you like to see, you know. Um, and I thought it was a great draft pick by the Bills. Uh, my I turn mean, to drink water. Yeah, Joey's turn to drink water. No, but one of my favorite videos of Josh Allen is him running at the combine. And you see him running and his arms are like flailing. Look at how this guy ran his 40. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like Moe's <laughs> from The Office. If you guys ever watched The Office, it's one of that my favorite is shows weird. of all time. He looks like he's going so slow, but he's cruising. Why does it look like maybe it's the video quality? I'm like it looked like he has no hands. Yeah, that's just how Josh Allen runs. But then you put him on a football field, and you know then he's got no problem running yeah. away. I mean, he's one of the best mobile quarterbacks in the league right now. He's like a Ben Roethlisberger that can actually run. That's how I like to compare him to. And then uh, we got another video of him actually running on the football field, which is you know a little bit better than arms flailing or <laughs> running around you know. like they were flailing side to side it was right. kind of a weird motion and you know you train for that 40 before the combine like you you train with somebody that's trying to teach you how to run a better 40 I don't know. Maybe I had to go to the bathroom. Isn't, I'm, isn't I'm, that I'm always go, the first thing they say, too, is, like, make sure you have your arms in tucked. this tucked motion. Yeah, and, like, when this leg's back, this arm's up. When that leg, I don't know. I'm not a fast runner, so yeah. I, I never really got down with the track. But then you see, like, the soccer runners, like the fast-ass kids, running like this with their fingers down like that. That's when you know you're fast. Right. So Josh Allen coming in at number five on this list, the best of all time. And we got Kenneth on the line. All right, let's let's bring Kenneth on. See if he has a any input on the best number seven draft pick in NFL history. Hey, Kenneth, where are you calling from, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning, Joey and Corey and, and Fish and Stick. I'm, I'm calling from Pontiac this morning. Hey, how's things in Yaktown? Oh, you know, just yakking about. <laughs> All right, well, about the number seven NFL draft picks. Uh, do you got anybody in mind when we say that? Yes. Listen, we got to protect Jared Goff's bitch ass, so we might as well get Slater as an offensive lineman because heaven forbid he breaks his other fucking thumb. That piece just gets so fucking lazy, and he's not Matthew Stafford. He's never going to be Matthew Stafford, but we need someone to protect him. 
shit. You might as well put fish on the line, too, because fish could probably protect him better than what he's got now. Hey, what you got against Jared Goff? Why he got to be a bitch ass? Listen, Jared Goff's bitch ass broke his thumb, and oh, I played through another game. Congratulations. Why don't you get on the fucking field and stop being a little bitch and just get this shit done? We need someone to protect him. Screw Justin Fields, you put a strobe light in front of him and he's screwed. So we need to get somebody defensively that can protect the offensive line, and that's Slater. I'm so sick of these Fairweather Lions fans thinking we're going to the playoffs because it's Jared fucking Goff. So you're thinking Slater is the pick? Yeah, Slater's got to be the pick. We need an offensive lineman. Over Sewell if we're going offensive lineman at seven. We're not going to get Sewell. He's going to get picked up. Common sense ain't that common, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. You can tell he's straight out of Pontiac. I, I can see him sitting outside right now smoking a On heater. On the porch. <laughs> yeah, just, just calling <laughs> us to give us shit. Uh, so thank you, Kenneth, for calling in, man. Uh, do you have – the Lions wait, wait, have had number yeah. seven picks in the past, and they drafted Roy Williams and Andre Ware. Do you remember those guys? No, I don't. They're unmemorable. Un un <laughs> yes, they are. And unfortunately, that's the last time we drafted number seven. We took Roy Williams. So hopefully that's a cautionary tale to the Lions that they need to step up their game. But thanks for your yeah, call, Kenneth. Yeah, we appreciate you calling in, yeah. buddy. Ah, oh, that was great, man. Kenneth. Hey, stick Kenneth. a bitch ass too, Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth's off the line. I hung up on him. <laughs> Kenneth, I, I Kenneth came in with that hot fire today, was, man. Kenneth was, was, was Kenneth crying. <laughs> I think so. He got right. emotional. I could tell he missed Stafford for sure, but then just calling Jerry Goff he, a bitch ass like that already. Yo, he went zero to one hundred real quick. He, I don't know what kind of caffeine he had that morning. I need to get some of that in this cup. Right. Oof. Well, you know the phone lines are open three one three five five two six three two two anywhere from Pontiac all the way uh, to Mexico. You can call in. It, it's okay. We don't mind at all. Love having you a part of the conversation. Even though I don't really think he understood what this conversation was all about. This, yeah, you know what? So it's about the top seven, the number one, number seven picks of all time. Not what the Lions are picking, but I love it. I love it. Kenneth had a bad morning, <laughs> and you know what? I love Kenneth. I, you know, it, it's cool. You know, my dad's name is Kenneth. You know, Kenneths have bad mornings. He had his. I don't know what happened led to him last night, but he sure took it out on Jared Goff. So Jared Goff. You're watching out. You might get shanked like Adam Trotter does fish. <laughs> well, and what he did say makes sense, though. We do have to protect Jerry Goff at all costs. If that's the route we're going, we need to get him an offensive lineman. I wouldn't be mad at that at seven. But let's get back on track. Best number seven picks in the NFL in, like, the past 40 years. Mike Evans I got coming in at number four. Obviously, he just won his first Super Bowl with Tom Brady. He was drafted in 2014 by the Buccaneers. Number seven overall, prototypical wide receiver, like six foot five, jumps out the gym. Uh, here he is, schooling our own Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah, he beat our ass several times too, like that. that was Corey was at that game. Yeah, that was a tough game. Mike Evans had his way with us that game. Ooh, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> that's putting it lightly. Mike Evans had a. Mike Evans had a field day, but Ooh. just like you said, Super Bowl champion, three-time Pro Bowler. Um, he's only 27, and he's like he's near that 10K receiving yard rate. You know, 10K career receiving yard. Right. right now, he has 8,266, so he's gonna hit that before 30. So I mean, he's pretty. He's gonna end up having a great career, barring any kind of health. He's gonna probably wind up s s retiring somewhere with around. 
maybe 12, 13,000 receiving yards. Yeah, he should get there, for, especially yeah. if he, uh, Tom Brady plays there another couple years. Yeah. I mean, he was already in that offense with uh, Jameis Winston putting up 5,000 yards, and we discussed it before this season. Like, if Jameis Winston can put up 5,000, Tom Brady's going to yeah. come damn near it, and he did, so the production's going to be there. I mean, Mike Evans, this, the sky's the limit for this guy. He's always got 61 touchdowns, 532 catches. So, to me, he's number four on this list. But by the end of this, by the end of his career, he could be all the way at maybe number two. I don't think anybody's going to knock off the number one. No, I mean, you got to think about this one, Mike Evans. Each season he's been in the league, he's had 1,000 yards receiving. It doesn't matter who's throwing on the ball either. <laughs> doesn't matter. Dude's a beast. Especially, like, you say, even from rookie season all the way till now? Even yeah. Every that's, season. That's impressive. I mean, he had 1,000 yards against the Lions last year alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have like what 200 yards that day or something? Uh, you know what? Multiple I, touchdowns. I know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna just say this. Every time I looked up touchdown, every, I'm like, all right, going ahead and type a tweet. Touchdown. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I, I forgot, man. I just I just clicked on it to, and I forgot the game was 47 to fucking seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was like literally. How many yards every, did he have? Okay, let's do this. Over <laughs> under. What are you guys saying? Over under. Mike Evans that game. I will give you this. He had 10 receptions. She probably had like about a buck seventy five. Buck seventy five. I'm gonna Corey. go over buck uh, over a buck seventy five. You're going over. All right, uh, fish. What do you think? Over or under a buck seventy five for Mike Evans when the uh, Bucks came in town and whooped our ass. Over two ten. Two ten. Damn. Ooh, fish going two ten. The correct answer. Ten receptions, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. Damn, you were right close. there. Damn near. Right, damn right near. Joey took the over. He's right there. Fish, you know, if we were playing Price is Right game, Fish is out of this. But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. But, yeah. He overbid. He, have, he had his way with us. That no, is for him sure. And, him and Gronk whooped our ass. I mean, Tom Brady, of course, has something to do with it. But it was literally every time I looked up, him or Gronk was in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or catching the ball. I'm like, come on, man. Well, let's do this. Um, let's let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get to the top three that are on the board of the number seven overall picks of all time and hope the Lions cash in on someone similar to one of these three guys. We'll do that next on the Woodward Sports Network. Bridge Street Exchange, downtown Fenton. I'm trying to find me a shirt. Ooh, look at these swimming shorts. What are you doing over there, Stick? I'm trying to find me a drink. Uh, ooh, look at these bonfire bitters. Ready for summer. Let's go. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show right here on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Fisher, my bed's not working today. Can, you, can we not hear my beds? What is going on with that? 
I don't, I don't like coming back to silence. Let me close the program. Yeah, we reset your program. And we'll try it again. Thank you, Fish. Love you for that, buddy. So we're up to number three on this list, and we're going over the top number seven NFL draft picks of all time. Let's see if it works now. Fish. There we go. This song's nicer. Way better. It's so awkward when there's no music. Right, especially coming out of a break, too. It's just like, <laughs> hi! <laughs> so, so, yeah, number uh, three on this list, and I debated... If I should put this guy number two or number three, but uh, we're going to go with number three. Sterling Sharp. 1988, he was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, but he I didn't know this until I looked it up. Dude only played seven years. Yeah. I thought he had a much longer career about the, like how much he tortured the Lions. Like I thought that was over a much that, longer that, period that of time. Neck, that neck injury took him out the game, but, I mean, he had – um, you know, I don't really agree with Shannon Sharp that much, but he, when he talked about his brother, he said, "Put his seven years against the uh, against the you know seven years against any uh, wide receiver in the NFL um, or well, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's it's dominant. His seven years in the league were a force. Five time Pro Bowler, um, three time All Pro, led the league in receptions um, three times and and re- receiving touchdowns twice. He if he went for that injury, he would have been like." Probably on Jerry Rice's neck. You know the hardest part about being a Lions fan? Every time you pull up these great players, their highlight tapes are all against the Detroit Lions. I mean, all of them. You know, honestly, I used to be a kid and like watch uh, ESPN and they would do that. And I would think that they were purposely like just trolling us. But I pulled the highlights this morning, and when you pull up highlights and you Google them, those are the first highlights that come up. It's always the Lions getting their ass kicked, especially against the Sterling Sharp. I mean, he, he had his way with us for years. And then he, in the playoffs, too, that one playoff game we had, he, he whooped our ass. I mean, the guy was the guy was, the guy guy was was a beast. I mean, this he was one of my favorite receivers. I didn't really get to see much of his career, but at the time when I was, you know, started watching football, I, you know – I don't like I don't like the Packers, but I liked him. Right, that makes any sense. No, I get it. There's, there's players like that on teams that you hate. You know, it's like all right, I hate them, but uh, okay. You know, like I hated the Jordan Bulls, but Luke Longley was my dude. I love Luke, <laughs> the Australian Luke. snail baby. Love Luke Longley. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, s- similar stats. Uh, I pulled the same thing: five-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, uh, three-time reception leader, 89, 92, and 93, two-time touchdown leader, 92 and 94, 595 catches for 8,135 yards, Dang. which is crazy because Mike Evans has already passed him. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And but, he played with, with Brett Favre too. Yeah, I mean, it was a different era of football, but yeah, it's it's still crazy. Um, we got we got Dan on the line from Waterford. He wants to talk about the best number seven pick of all time. Let let's hear him. Fish, what does he got to say? Hey, Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, fellas? Hey, it's Dan Notini. Dan. How we doing, boys? Good, man. Congratulations on your new baby. Thank you. She's actually doing very well. She's sleeping through the night, and we're doing awesome. Nice. So, Look so, at you, sounding all well rested. Right. You could recognize I actually that. am. It's really weird. Never recognize <laughs> that beautiful voice anywhere. So, Dan, what do you want to say about the best number seven picks of all time? I couldn't stand this son of a bitch all through his <laughs> playing career until he came to Detroit. But the number one has got to be Adrian Peterson. 
he is on the list. I can't tell you if he's number one or number two, but yeah, he definitely, if we could cash in, if the Lions could get an Adrian Peterson type player at number seven, he was drafted um, in 2007 by the Vikings. And yeah, you hated him when he was with the Vikings? Uh, well, all he did was he killed us every time he played us. I couldn't stand him. He was, but as soon as he came to Detroit, of course, just like Brett Hall, you got to love the guy. Right. Yeah, no, I thought I thought AP did, especially for a million dollars. We got that dude for a million dollars last that's year. That's when I was getting mad at my friends. Why did they go inside Adrian Peterson's old ass? I'm like, it's a million effing bucks. Right. It's damn near free in the NFL. <laughs> like, to us, a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. But the NFL, it's like, oh, man, that guy's damn near working the cheapest employee we got. And that was a good draft class right there because you just mentioning that Adrian Peterson went number seven yeah. at Oklahoma made me think, like, man, who the hell else did they have that draft class? Some good names. Are you going to tell us? Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Jamarcus Russell? Jamarcus Russell is probably the biggest bust of all time. Bust, but I'm saying coming out of LSU. I'm not saying right now they're successful. <laughs> they got Joe Thomas on there, LaRon Landry, um, Ted Ginn Jr. I loved him coming out of college. Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch. He went okay. 12. All right. Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, everybody else. Joe Thomas, everybody else can kick rocks. I'm saying on coming list. out of college. Like right now, you don't know how these players are going to pan out in the draft. Right. Yeah. Well, Dan, you have a good day, man. Thanks for calling in. Oh he's, oh, he's already gone. Love that. Dan knows when to exit the conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. No, it's awesome. Right when that... I mentioned Jamarcus Russell, he hung up the phone. Right. He's like, oh, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell, you lead off. I, like, I know saying. he went number one yeah. overall. I'm just going off of the list. I get that, but you could do that with any list because the reason why they had good college careers is why they're drafted in the top ten. But then I, Jamarcus Russell. I, I, I would just say this. Any football argument, unless it's talking about biggest bust, just never mention his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamarcus Russell, bad. Remember when he made that, like, 70-yard throw from his knee, though? Like, that was part of his uh, His claim allure. to fame. Yeah, that was part of, like, that, his pre-draft workout. And it's like, that's great, but when the hell are you ever going to have to throw from your knee? Right. My uncle used to um was used to be, was in the Navy, so he was stationed out in California. So that's how he became a, um, a Raiders fan, a diehard Raiders fan, and... When he don't like the Raiders got Jamarcus Russell, oh, he was running up and down the house until until the season started. Yeah, Russell, dude, he reminded he just was fat. I mean, let's just call it <laughs> what it is. You know, the guy was just too out of shape to play in the NFL. And Raiders love bigger, faster, stronger, if not bigger, fatter, stronger. And it did not work out there. So, hey man, I knew it was over when he wore his Suge Knight suit to the draft. <laughs> so thank you to Dan for calling in. Uh, yeah, AP definitely a great number seven pick. And yes. He is number one, putting Champ Bailey at number two. 1999, Champ Bailey comes into the league. Uh, he ends his career with 52 interceptions, 203 pass defended, and 931 tackles. And obviously, he's related to Boss Bailey, who we had here in Detroit. But uh, Boss was no champ. That man owes me money right there, Herman Moore. Yeah, Herman Moore owes me money. <laughs> champ Bailey just stole this shit from him, too. Look at that. Just ripped that ball from him. It's it's clearly, when you talk about the the, the best number seven draft picks, I, I believe it is clearly um, Adrian Peterson. But I will say this about Champ. Champ had a longer sustained career of greatness. like An AP? Yeah, if you really look at it, like, Champ was a 12-time pro, but like he was, he was until his last season. Champ was good. 
AP has some up, you know, he, he has some up and down years. Um, and I'm and, I'm, and he kind of like starts to fall off that cliff as he got older. Champ, I was like I said again. If you just look at the years, yeah, I'm looking at him. Champ, Champ sustained his greatness for a longer period of time than AP, but AP accomplished a lot more than Champ. It just it, when you look at the two positions too. I mean, yeah. from a cornerback to a running back, it's way so, easier to take a cor- uh, running back, way easier to take a wide receiver, way easier to take a quarterback because you see those stats. But I mean, when you look at him, I mean, to be th- one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, if not the best cornerback in the NFL for that many years consistently. I mean, that definitely, I, I agree with you, Corey. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, he kind of fell off a little bit at the end of his career. It looks like he was averaging between like 55 and 70 tackles early on. And then at the end, it was like 40, 41, 31, 61. Yeah. So not, not all bad, but yeah. Champ Bailey, if you could get a guy of that caliber at number seven, you're winning. Him you're off that right. cornerback blitz was the best. But yeah. Man, eight. AP though just did I don't think any player had a better comeback year than AP. No. Oh. I mean, dude <laughs> came back from, from injury and went one MVP offensive player of the year. Randy, didn't he do two thousand that year? Two thousand ninety seven yards. <laughs> two thousand on a comeback. Off man. of what, off of what and the thing is, people are talking about he may not run again. Never play again. And okay. <laughs> well you look at his rookie year, like what would you do as a Lions fan if we had a rookie come in and put up thirteen hundred and forty one yards, averaging five point six a carry and twelve TDs? I, I guess I do photography on this <laughs> side. I would I would he would whatever you would need. It's on the house. Yeah. Just to, just to get that. Yeah, and then this next year in the league, 1,700 yards, then 1,300 yards, then 1,200 yards. Then the year he got injured, um, you know, 970 yards. So he almost put up 1,000 the year he got injured. Can we just then take he- a second? We have a conversation of if we could have the best running back ever, and all Corey offers is a free photography shoot. That's <laughs> hey, all look, he got to offer. Hey, look, you I, can I, take I, my whole life. You can take my car. I'll give you whatever you want. Hey, man, I'm offering what I can offer right now. If I had more to offer, I, I, I'd give it to him. He ain't having my whip. <laughs> well, I mean, the Lions do have – well, had him last year. Yeah. So there you go. That, um, that's the tough part is, like, you see that, you know, like the rookie year he had, the comeback season he had, all the years he had playing with – with the Vikings and whatnot. But then you see him when he's here in Detroit at this older age, and it's just not the same. No, no, it's clearly not. After 2015, he hasn't, really after 2013, he hasn't been the same. Um, you know, 14, he had 75 yards rushing total. Um, then Ooh. 15, he bounced back a bit and had 1,400, but then 72, 81, 448, and then 1,000, 898, and then 600 last year with the Lions. So, yeah, it, he's never going to be the same a- AP. And the dude was, you know, he was just a monster coming out of Oklahoma. Like, when we, we have some footage of him at Oklahoma, and it, it's almost unfair. It looks like your dad out there playing when you're five years old trying to <laughs> tackle him. Like, Adrian Peterson is just an absolute – look at this guy, just running through everybody. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> nope, can't tackle me. Get your ass off me. Like <laughs> – that was Adrian Peterson coming out of Oklahoma. I mean, I could watch this guy run all day. Yep. And, and look at that. When he hits that gallop, like there aren't many players that have that like head nod when they're running. You know, and it's almost like he's galloping. He just, it is. It's that gallop. I love that gallop, especially like once that first defender, he gets contact with them. He whoop. literally bounces off of them and just gallops away like that. Gone. Yeah. Look at this guy's got the angle. No, you don't. I'm faster than you. Now, hey, now, I remember AP said he wants to play for a contender next season. Do you do you see guys see him landing with one? He's a free agent right now. Um, I, I, where? I guess that's what I'm trying to figure Tampa? out. 
I don't think fill they, in for Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they need him. They don't. I don't. I don't think there's really a contender, quote unquote, contender that needs an AP. I mean, is there it, a contender that needs a goal line running back? I, I guess that maybe that's yeah. the way we got to approach it. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> San Francisco, maybe they could. Have, maybe. They, they could use somebody, but they got use check if they want to get physical. Um, I'm just trying to think of other contenders too. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't know where AP could go to to be a contender and compete. You know, Green Bay, they don't need them. Um, Might be coming, have to come back to four field, buddy. <laughs> we don't need them. Yeah, we really don't. I mean, well, honestly, we don't anymore. We got DeAndre Swift and carry on Johnson and, 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 and Jamal. Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah so we got a three-headed monster. We don't need him anymore. We, even though I Ooh. loved AP while he was here, we don't need him anymore. Ooh, Rob says the Rams need AP. The Rams mm-hmm. could use AP. Yeah. There you go. Send them to the Rams. Send everybody to the Rams. Golden Tate, go to the Rams. Marvin Jones, I know you already signed in Jacksonville, but go to the Rams. Like, just everybody leave here and go to the Rams. And then Aaron Donald, beat up somebody, but don't beat up somebody. Oh, my God. Me and Adam agree on something. Uh Uh-oh. What do you guys agree on? AP over Emmitt Smith. Ooh. That is a tough debate. (laughs) If... I think Emmitt Smith, can, is he a good running back? Yes, but, I mean, he, oh, my God, he benefited from that line so much. I mean, <laughs> you, give anybody, you give any running back that line, they probably would have been broke the rushing record. Yeah, everybody says that about Emmitt, but Emmitt played a long-ass time, too. Listen, I, and I was involved in the Emmitt-Barry conversation forever. Um, and, oh, if you put Barry behind that offensive line, but, you know, the Lions' offensive line when Barry was playing wasn't trash. Kevin Glover was good, you know. Lomas Brown was a pro bowler. He had he had some pieces in front, but, yeah, Leon Lett and those boys, different breed. I think a lot of people underrate Barry's line just because of how freaking dominant he was. Oh, it's, and just it, because it, of how it, many negative runs Barry yeah. had. Don't forget, Barry led the league in negative yeah. rushes. And then you look at his playoff stats, he you know, he he ran negatively a lot. So as much as you love Barry juking behind the line of scrimmage, it cost us in many situations too. Yeah. But you take the good, you take the bad. Then you got Barry Sanders. I don't know. I think I'm one of the only like Lions fans that isn't enamored by Barry Sanders. Mm, it's 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 a few that are I know that are mixed by him. They they respect him as they respect him as one of the greatest running backs, or if not the greatest running back. But at the same time, they still have a, a sour taste in their mouth about how he left um, Detroit. So it's, it's it, this it, guy. It, you know it can you can you can be able to appreciate his greatness, but oh, at the yeah. same time, you know, kind of f you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. So, Barry, you know, I'm glad he's a part of the organization again, but, you know, unceremoniously sent a fax from Europe. I'll never get over that during training camp, too. Not even before the end of the... All right. We'll not get into that. We were talking <laughs> about the number seven overall picks of all time. Uh, but like we talked about, the Lions had two. Uh, let's talk about those two when we come back. Or actually, no, it's time for Joey's News. You ready, yes, Joey? Yes, sir. Uh, but first, before we do that, we got to give a shout out to Hall Financial. Is your interest rate over 3%? Let Hall Financial fix that for you. Save you money. Because, you know, even a 1% increase on a $200,000, $300,000 loan, that adds up over time. And you don't want that coming out of your monthly. You don't want to be paying interest. You just want to be paying towards the actual mortgage. And that is where Hall Financial can help you out. It's fast. It's quick. It's easy. And they'll give you a free five-minute 
minute consultation on what you're going through with your mortgage right now and if they can get you refinanced in a hurry. So make sure you go to davidhallmortgage.com right now and let them know that Woodward Sports sent you and they already treat you nice, but you know, you can talk sports with them too. They're great people over there. So David Hall Financial, lower payments, better options, more personal attention. Let's get into Joey's news. Let's go. The Detroit Pistons fall to the Dallas Mavs last night, 127 to 117. But Mason Plumley had one hell of a game. 13 points, 16 rebounds. And my favorite stat every game about him is them stats. Seven assists. Dude's the man. He is the man. He's <laughs> the man that's not going to be here next season, but he's the man. Hey, but he's balling out. He's getting that capital for a trade right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love them. Keep keep balling out. No, Plum, Plumley was a great addition to this team. The 76ers down by three with the Suns at the line. The Suns missed the game-winning free throw, and Joel Embiid gets the rebound and almost sends it to overtime with this full-court attempt. Look how close. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Like, Honestly, that is close. Look. I'm going to be real. If that would have went in, I can honestly say that would have been one of the top five game winners I've ever seen. Yeah, Of all time? Game of all time. Yeah, it's got to be. Because, because that's, just, that's just pure luck. It. Yeah, that's just pure it. luck. I, that's pure athleticism. To be able to <laughs> chuck a basketball. What is that? It's like 75. Like How far is that? I don't even I think know. It's three court. quarters court. Damn, man. Oh, how heartbreaking that that didn't go in. Because it went in. Like, it was down halfway. So, 94 feet for a full course. So, that's probably 85. Yeah, 75, 85. But, yeah, just the tip went in, and that does not count. Nope. You got to be fully in. Yep. Steph Curry ends his 11-game streak of scoring at least 30 points. The dude is just trash, man. <laughs> they should dude trade is him. trash. This is a shot of him back when he was on fire. But now, <laughs> dude's looking like garbage. Shot 7 of 25. Finished with only 18 points. Looking like a bum out there yesterday. Tough day for you, Steph. Trade him to Detroit. <laughs> trade him. You don't need him. He sucks. Who do we give him? Uh, Mason Blumley. <laughs> he had a better game last night. <laughs> That's what for you. What have you done for me lately? I don't give a shit what you did the past eight games. Mason Blumley whooped that ass last night. I want to have the look that the Oakland A's are having right now. They just won their 11th straight game with this play down 12-11. You see right there. Nice play, right? Oh man, messes me and Adam playing softball. Two runs off of this, but base is loaded. <laughs> Game over in the 10th. I love those Oakland uniforms, man. It's really because uh, my best friend Wellington, his older brother Brent, who has passed away, rest in peace, Brent, but he used to play for this federation team. It was called uh, the Oakland, like for Oakland County, Oakland A's. And, and they, they had the exact replica uniforms. And when Wellington and I were like 10 years old, they were like 14, 15, 16. We'd always look at them as gods. And they, they were a great team. They're always winning tournaments. And I've... I don't know if that's why I love the Oakland A's uniform so much, but whenever I see that like crisp green with the nice yellow, I love that look, man. Yeah, love it. Those are clean uniforms. Yeah. Shout out to the Andres family. 
The Tigers split the doubleheader against the Pirates, losing the first game by one and winning the second, five to two. And Badu sliding at second base with Goodrum headed back to home plate on this play right here. And they face the Pirates again today at one ten. So think about how much baseball. Two seven inning games yesterday, and then another Uh-oh. game at one. Yeah, what happened there? He pulled a hammy. It looked like he either pulled a hammy or his just balls were itching. Yeah, it's probably the balls were itchy because he looks like he's can, fine. Can you play that back real quick, Alex? Him crossing the plate. Yeah, I, I want to see because was he holding his hammy or was he just adjusting? Ooh, oh, that's, yeah, his yeah, groin. That's groin. You don't. You never like the pulled groin on the field. You do not. After the games, when you get your groin pulled. So it's going to be a big conversation that we have. A lot of questions about Justin Fields and why he seems to be dropping on the draft list right now. But yesterday it came out that he has been battling a neurological disorder. He has epilepsy, which could result in seizures. There hasn't really been many signs or any signs because he is on medication, but it's been something that he's been battling for a little while. And it's similar to what Tiki Barber faced and, and a couple other players. So it shows that it's not something that affects you until it really does affect you. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that could lead to a seizure, so it's scary. Right. All I'm thinking about is, like, if he ever was fortunate enough to make a Super Bowl, you know, that kickoff when all the lights are flashing and yeah. everything's going nuts, would it just, like, shut him down for the rest of the game? I mean, they, they got this obviously controlled with the medication that he's on. I mean, to play at Ohio State at that high of a level, and never have any issues. I mean, obviously, it's in God's control, and hopefully nothing ever does happen to him. But I don't see how this could drop him on the list. Okay. Do you? Do you want to talk about that now? Or you no, no we'll talk about that Okay, because that's the next topic we're talking okay, about. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yep. The NFL has approved a rule change yesterday proposed by the Kansas City Chiefs that loosens jersey number rules. So get ready for a lot more players rocking them single digits, which I do like because – why limit it, you know? Right. I'm offended that the linemen can't get these lowered one-digit numbers. <laughs> but now currently it's only the kickers, punters, and quarterbacks that can wear single digits. Now running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, linebackers, and defensive backs could all rock singles. That's dope because, like, when you go to University of Michigan, the number one is, like, the coveted jersey for the top wide receiver normally on the team. And yeah. I, at my high school, it's kind of the same way, too. Like, that number one is a special jersey. So – I like seeing wide receivers rocking, you know, the the single digit numbers. Oh, I love it. It's just just something you just stick with. You just stick with you, right? Obviously from college, so I'm with it. You know, it's it, it's so weird when you see like how kickers and punters could be rocking them numbers because I look at the jersey numbers as if you have those single digits, it's like a cooler looking jersey, right? And then you're thinking of jersey sales. Not many people are buying those punter and kicker jerseys. <laughs> hell, hell no. No, not unless you're Besides in Detroit. You got Jason, Jason Hansen and, and you got Matt Prater. Yep. The gotta buffs, respect baby. the legends right there. Gotta give them the buffs. And look at this interesting fact: schools with a player picked in every NFL draft. Look who's on this list. In every NFL draft. Every oh, in the NFL era. draft. Okay. Wow. Florida, USC, and both of our teams here: Michigan and Michigan State. It's shocking that, like, an Alabama's not on there, a Clemson. I mean, I know they've been dominant just recently, but Alabama's had a strong program forever. Like, that's great to see, though. I mean, what do you go to college for? To get ready for your professional career. What do these four schools provide you? An option to go to your professional career. So, right. there you go. That's a good recruiting tool if I'm Michigan or Michigan State. I'm taking that into every house. Oh, yep. indeed. 
And you got to head out to downtown Fenton. That's my favorite is yesterday. Craig from We Are Soccer was like, I'm headed out to Fenton today because I hear so much good things about them. And just I want you to go see it for yourself. Bridge Street Exchange. Go check out all of their amazing summer attire that they just brought in. And you got to just shop for yourself. It's not like a mall. No headache when you walk in. You go in, walk around the beautiful shop once, and you're going to walk out with a few items at a great price. Tell them Woodward Sports sent you to get 15% off. Or if you shop online, BridgeStreetExchange.com, code word WSN. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. And at Hall Financial, we treat our clients like family. And our number one priority is giving each of our clients five-star service. Our passion for five-star service, combined with our expertise, allows us to find the best possible solution for refinancing your home loan. We take the time to focus on both the individual and the numbers. We're going to walk you through the process and close your loan in half the time of our competition. Go to davidhallmortgage.com today. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you to everybody that's commenting on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and we are live on Twitch, so make sure you go over to Twitch and give us a subscribe there, too. And tell your friends. And tell your friends to tell their friends, because that's how this thing's going to work. Um, and, of course, we have our app, which is available for download. It's free for you. And just go to your app store or go to Google Play, put it in your phone, and you can listen to... Um, all the shows that we have here, even our weekend programming with the We Are Soccer and the Sneaker Box, which African Caesar was on yesterday with the hook from 3 to 5. And I love that dude, man. Like, that dude's voice is just butter. It's so it's, good. It's just gold. He's like the Barry White of Woodward Sports. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start calling him. What's up, Fish? Is your computer volume all the way up? Why? Because I don't feel like it's all the way up. No, it isn't. I was, I was helping you out. Oh, okay. You want it up? Yeah, because I can, con unless you want to control it. Technical but. difficulties. It's not <laughs> difficulties. I know what's going on. There you go. I'll just turn no, it you're off, You're not fish. being compliant with fish. Yeah. Sorry, fish. No, I'm just used to them Won't being. Won't happen again, fish. No, I'm just used Stop to. Stop yelling at get me, your fish. Shit right, stick. <laughs> I'm just used to them being really loud, and when I have to jack them up to like 89 oh, billion Adam's because they're shake. not loud. Is your camera not working, fish? Oh, the fish cam's not, is it not working. Man, oh, we wow. can't get anything right. <laughs> what the hell is going on around Why here? Why you break your camera, fish? Uh, I. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Break a lot of things, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like to break things. But, um, 
Let's let's try to get the fish cam because I don't think anybody wants to go a day without seeing that beautiful face. Oh, I would. <laughs> uh, so fish, uh, thank you for that. And um, so yeah, we got Terry Foster coming up at nine o'clock. We got Adams Betts coming up at eight fifty. But you mentioned it in your news, Justin Fields. It's come out that he has epilepsy, and this is something that anytime there's an NFL draft, like they. They poke, they prod, they they find everything that like if your big toe is an inch shorter than it's supposed to be, they're gonna it's gonna come out in the NFL draft and it's gonna be an issue. Do you guys think this epilepsy thing is an issue, and do you think it'll hurt his draft stock at all? Uh, it okay, it shouldn't, but I can see why it would. I mean, right now from everything I'm reading, he's been managing the epilepsy, so that's that's good to say that he's he's not like not something that's currently you know hurting him he's able he's managing it um i've read about a few players that have been able to outgrow it like a jason snelling um tiki barber um there have been other players who outgrew it but then you have somebody like samari Rowe who played in the nfl for about 10 years and the season before he retired he was diagnosed with it so i don't know if that had it didn't well from my research i didn't see if that had anything to do with him um re, you know retiring but it's something to think about i, I think with all the other questions surrounding him that um the stuff that's been floating out there along with this new revelation it could i don't know if it's gonna like significantly drop him but maybe about a spot or two but okay. you look at like what it is in nfl players that you worry about it's the contact it's what injuries you can get from all the contact hits he already made it through ohio state he's already faced a bunch of the best players in the country and there's been no signs of anything. And he's on medication. It controls this. And his doctors are really confident or else they wouldn't even let him play. If it was something that they were worried about, they wouldn't be letting him play the game. So I, I think this is just an excuse that owners are going to use as to why they're not going with Justin Fields in the draft. So you think it's just going to be like a justification? Yes. A justification yes. of why they're not it's, taking it's him? It's a justification. It's for you, Mike. As far as <laughs> like why we didn't go this route because, oh, he could possibly have epilepsy and all that. And it's like, well, that, that, that's, that's garbage. There hasn't been – if there has been a, a scenario up until today that he has had it, then I would say, okay, that's a risk. But his whole family has it. None of them have ever had issues with it. He's on medication. He's had no issues with it throughout his entire football career. Not a single issue with it. Yeah. It is one of those things where you got to be cautious, right? And honestly, I don't know all the exact things that can come of epilepsy. I probably should have done a little bit more research on how this affects the brain, how this affects you know, like your decision-making abilities. You know, is, is light the only factor that goes into it? Because really, that's all I know about epilepsy is they have warnings and video games. And sometimes when you go into theaters, like, you know, these bright lights may cause epilepsy. Um I don't think it'll hurt his stock at all. Like, this isn't like Laramie Tunsil, you know, hitting a bong out of a gas mask like the night before the draft. Punk ass stepdad. <laughs> yeah, that story is so crazy that his stepdad released that video just to fuck his son over. Can you imagine that? Like, the night of the draft, biggest <clears throat> night of your life. But that being said, Tunsil hasn't really turned out to be what he was supposed to be anyway, so he probably deserved to drop down the board. Uh, either way, back to Justin Fields. I'm with you, Joey. He's proven it time and time again at the highest level in college that you can at least play. And I, I don't see him dropping down the board. If a team loves him, I don't think this is a deal breaker enough to say, you know what, no, nope, can't go with him. But 
if you're viewing him and a Zach Wilson as one and one A, is this enough to just push you to the Zach Wilson side, period? No. That's where I think it will affect them. Not that somebody will totally lose faith in them, but that somebody will have a tie, and this will be the tie breaker. It will be. Okay. If, 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 if that's the scenario, in that scenario, if you're deciding between Justin Fields, I mean, just, yeah, Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, I believe that would be the deciding factor because while Justin Fields has not shown any effects of it bothering him, you never really know. So in that case, hey, Zach Wilson would be the safer pick. Me, if I want Justin Fields, I'm going to go ahead and go draft him. But I'm saying in that, in that scenario you just outlined, it, it could be the one that balances the scales. That tips the scales, I say. Right. I mean, when you, when you look at it, though, is <laughs> that what's that? Adam having a rough time dealing with this hypothetical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, honestly, I would look at someone with a small injury coming into this draft as more of a risk than I would Justin Fields right now with this, knowing that he has epilepsy. Yeah. And it's just, it's not enough for me to. Uh, you look at what causes epilepsy. And you look at how medication can cure, can contain it. There's nothing more to it that you got to worry about. I'm laughing also at the graphic Justin made. Look at the one above. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Blinded by the lights. <laughs> Corey, that does not affect him. I don't think <laughs> it does. It affects epilepsy, man. He was in the national championship. There was more lights there than a regular so, game. Ah, uh, thank you, Justin, for that. You you are awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so at the end of the day, Adam, Adam's disputing that Wilson's going to go number two. This isn't even a debate, but the hypothetical was if you had them at the same pace on your board, would you take them? So, okay, let's take Wilson out of the equation. If you're looking at Justin Fields and Trey Lance as the same, and you're wondering what can differentiate them, you know, now are you taking Justin Fields? Like, the no, only thing it does is it leads Wilson. to doubt, but I don't think this is a big enough deal to end anything. Just say you're so locked with Zach Wilson at number two. Give him epilepsy. Poor guy. <laughs> I don't want to give that to him. But give are him you gonna epilepsy. right? But are you gonna look at him differently? Um, you wouldn't. You got. It's an excuse. You got to not differently, but you have to consider it. You have to. If you not, if you don't, you're not doing your job as a scout, and you're doing your jo- due diligence. Like you have to at least consider it. How much it will affect. That's yet to be determined. But if you're if you're just like, oh, he's got epilepsy, nah, whatever, means nothing. You at least have to have a conversation about it. That's, right. I mean, at most. I mean, however you want to decide to, I don't think it's gonna affect it. I don't think it's gonna affect him that much. But it's not something you can just gloss over, like, oh, it's whatever. You know how these last couple of weeks we've seen Justin Fields slowly dropping and dropping a little bit. Do you think that the owners and the coaching staff already knew about this? That's the thing. I don't know. Like, did it just come out in the draft thing? Yeah. What about the fields? Yeah. Yeah. He he, he just um it just came out yesterday. So, do you think he knew about it though, or do you think of course it just he knew? He was on public? medication. No. Oh, no. Yeah. He, he talked about it. Okay. Yeah. He talked about. It. He he released the news that you know he's been managing it. You know, let NFL teams know that he's been managing the. So, epilepsy. do you think they've been keeping it a secret? Because obviously, this hasn't been public information. We haven't talked about it. We, you know, because obviously, I, I would have joked about it by now. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, or like the caller earlier, just put a strobe light in front of Justin Fields and you'll take him out of the game. You know what? It might have been one of those things where I'm just assuming because I don't know. This is no intel. One of those things where somebody caught the news and was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and leak it. And he's probably like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and just get in front of it myself. Okay. Because, because, like you said, we haven't heard about it up until now. Right. So that's the only kind of thing I can really think about it. 
All right. Well, the only thing I can think about is the weekend's almost here and Eight Mile Vodka, Ooh. baby. Make sure you get it. It's available at Meyer stores right now. And Joey, um, we know the people that uh, started this and created this. They're great people. They're from Detroit. They care about the city. They want to give back. And part of that is creating a wonderful business and really putting out a tremendous product that represents the city. Because, honestly, I wouldn't put my name on this if it said Detroit on it and it was trash. Like, that's that's not something I do. I don't want to represent products like that. But this stuff is amazing. I'm a whiskey guy, and this has kind of converted me to a vodka guy. And if you don't believe me, I promise you, go try it. It's smooth as hell, and it's not, like, crazy expensive like the other mm-hmm. vodkas that are just as smooth. So make sure you take advantage of it. Eight Mile Vodka, made here in Detroit, and that's where it needs to be. Support local. I'm looking to bring out another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months, and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show, Detroit's all-digital sports network. We are the Woodward Sports Network. My name is Stick. Joey's up here. Corey's taking a little break right now. That's because we bring Adam on to discuss his bets. It's been kind of a rough week for you, buddy. Yeah, one and four on Monday and then two and three yesterday. Not a... Not a fun day. Yeah, but last week you were five, five and oh one. Five day, and oh four, four and one, one the whole week. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it was snowing two days ago. That's what messed you up, Adam. I there we go. Blame up. it on the snow and okay. COVID. I'll blame it on the weather, but I mean, it's all good. Shit happens. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, so, what do you want to talk about today? What's your bets looking like today, man? How can oh, man. we bounce back from these two uh, I'm gonna, slow days? Like I've been saying all week, I'm gonna keep taking a. Uh, a backseat on my hockey bets. Uh, so today I'm only going to have one in the lineup. That's probably the first time it's been like that in a while. I'm going to go with the over five and a half uh, between the Capitals and the Islanders. I like that game. It's uh, it's actually a heavy favored number to go over. So I think that's a that's a secure a secure bet tonight. My second game I'm going to move into uh, baseball. Actually, I'll I'll take the Dodgers to cover a one and a half spread against the Padres. Padres are obviously missing their best player. Dodgers are 14-4, one of the most dominant teams in baseball. They just produce runs. There's no real way to stop it. I like the Dodgers to cover in this game. And then the Angels, straight up money line against the Astros. I have no idea how the Angels are are dogs in this game. Uh, They have much better bats. Mike Trout is playing out of his mind at the moment. Home runs in two straight games. Uh, Shohei Otani is playing unbelievably well. Uh, I really like this. And then I'm going to end with Fish's favorite. <laughs> I'm going to end with two soccer games. Uh, yeah. I am that frustrated uh, with my NBA bets that I pulled them off the board today. Because I just want to win money. And I want to win you guys money. And I'm sick of losing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going away from your strength, though, man. Oh, like, uh, no, hockey's no. Hockey's been really good to you this yeah, year. Yeah, but... And then you went you full learn board in all five off. bets on hockey. Yeah, but... And you, that's what kind of soured you. Like, well, no, no. I mean, we went 3-2 and two that day. I mean, that wasn't even a big deal. Uh, we had won a parlay doing four hockey games and one basketball game. So, I mean, it's not that it soured me. There's a trend right now. And the, the over at 5.5 right now isn't winning. So, I'm going to stay away from it. I'm not just going to keep... Putting stupid bets out. And you think just legs are getting tired at the end of the season? And it's uh, I think the actually, I think 
with the end of the season coming, teams are starting to shore up and getting ready for the playoffs and actually playing better defense. Okay. And, of course, playing the same team over and over and over and over the way it has been this year because of COVID. You're just learning tendencies, so teams are much more sharp against their opponents. That and I think sense. that's a big. I think that's a big part of it. That's why. Uh, that's why you're good at betting because you know, like that's when you're looking at a line, you're not necessarily thinking about okay, where we're at in mm-hmm. the season, what these guys' legs, how many times have they met up? You know, oh, the playoffs are coming, so they're actually going to start playing real defense mm-hmm. now. Like those are all important factors to when you're betting. Uh, for great teams in the NFL that have a bye week already secured week 17 is a joke right so what do you do usually bet the team that that they're playing against or you take the players or the defense that's going against them so uh, you kind of apply that kind of logic to really every sport it it wouldn't hurt you but we started 31 and 5 betting the over at five and a half uh, but we've cooled down a little bit so we're going to take a back seat I don't want to give away too many losses so I'll just move in straight into soccer there's some Spanish league soccer going on today Fish probably knows what the hell they are all I know is that both teams are absolutely on fire. Uh, I really like both teams in the money line. I'll take Atletico Madrid to... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You win straight up against, I don't even know how to say this goddamn team, Huska. <laughs> I'll, I'll just call them. Uh, I'm not even going to announce their name. Just take Atletico SD Madrid. Huska. Whatever Huska. they are. Huska. Now, that, now that line, I wouldn't even consider. Ataraj. I wouldn't bet it straight up. I would avoid this game if you want to bet it straight up for the mere fact that it's minus 243. You're going to have to put a significant amount of money to win any kind of money. It's just not worth it. But include it into your parlay. It's basically a lock, uh, and that'll help you boost your parlay odds. And then I'll move into a game I really like, Barcelona versus Getafe. Uh, I expect Barcelona to cover a one-and-a-half goal spread. I think they win more uh, by more than one goal, and I'll take that at minus 135. Nice. What's up, Fish? What's up, Fish? I have two things. Number one, you should be giving Maz some of his picks. He, uh... Went 0 for 2 last night. Ouch! It's because Maz, uh, Maz believes in betting on baseball and that the well, Tigers but are going to win two games when they're not. Well, he didn't bet on baseball. He bet on uh, Nets and uh, Warriors last yeah, night. because he's a homer. <laughs> of course he's going to bet the Nets. And the other thing is a lot of people hate Barcelona right now because technically there's still one of the two teams left in the Super League. That's uh, all good, Fish. What are you going to do? So I'm kind of shocked you picked them. I'm it's not. Big money. By the way, if we're going to go to Spain, I got to yeah. go to Real Madrid. I want to punch Florentinas Perez's face in. All right. We got to get fish cam fixed, man. Yeah. I'm so mad you can't see his face when he's talking about wanting to punch somebody's face in. Like, it's the first time he's ever uh, Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never, I've never hated a guy more than him. Who is this? Uh, he's the president of Real Madrid. He keeps saying the Super League is still alive. He's he wants thing, to... Basically. He wants to subtract the game from 90 minutes because the younger audience isn't watching. So he's trying to change the game. And he says, you know, the Super League is not bad. It's actually saving football. Okay. I don't know. Can we at least he's get a old. picture of Fish to throw up while he's talking? Or something? He's so old. Like, so I can, my camera? can I donate some of my camera time yeah. over? He's old, oh, so man. I can see, you know, whatever old people have, his brain goes crazy. So. I was, I mean, I was kind of shocked yesterday when we had Craig on to talk about this whole soccer thing. Like, how passionate he was about hating um, if, a, an enclosed league. I want it's, you to think about it thing. this way. Um, imagine 
that the NFL said, uh, we don't want a team in Detroit. Detroit, we're going to ban you. You'll never have a team here. How, how would you guys react? You'd be pretty freaking pissed but off. But from my understanding, that's not what it was. This was like the elite team saying, hey, we're going to go play with our ball our over only. here. Yeah. yeah, And, and they're going to separate, which... To me, as an American and as a capitalist, mm-hmm. like it's like, all right, they want to do that. But the Good most... Luck. Well, the European countries are capitalist, itself. one, and two... Uh, the foundation of soccer is built on uh, a funnel system, right? right. No, I so get all if they that. break away, I get all it that. essentially ruins, not ruins, it doesn't ruin the sport. What it does is it financially <laughs> But just impacts. for those 12 teams, I mean, aren't there 400 fucking soccer teams? Like, but we're those are the teams 12, we can't even Those are the 12 biggest teams. Right, and so let you have them to understand, play in a Super League. Well, but the most... if they play in a Super League, you have to understand what happens is that European competition money that currently allows four of the best teams in most countries to join that competition, they would be excluded. It would be the same 12 so teams every league. No, no, okay. Again, in America, it works like that. Right. It does not work like that over there. And that, I'm and that's understanding the big... that, but they like these owners wanted to make it work mm-hmm. like that. They own the team. They should have the right to do what they want with it. Well, there's I, I governing bodies. That's why. So, like, if the NFL had to answer to somebody, right. it would be but much more difficult because to they're bullshit. their own entity. Yeah, well, they have UEFA. They have FIFA. There's a so lot of governing tell bodies. Tell those that people can... to fuck off. Well, they, they tried to. They can, but you have to understand the biggest thing in all of this is European fans aren't going to support it. So I don't care if now, they break that, away and with no where fans. Capitalism there's no capitalism comes in. Yeah. Like you can do this, but if you don't have fans to support exactly. it, you're not making the money. It's gonna fail. And that's why they back them. But okay, they they but, can do but it. But to no. me, like everybody's so enraged that these businessmen wanted to create a different business. It's just like, all right, well, okay. I, I think the reason the league was good. It would be good. See, We've, they were trying. They were trying to fully like soccer. When you look at the sport in itself. It's a sport about class. It's a sport about the community. So when you take that away from the team... It hinders the sport. It hinders the sport. And that's why with this move right here, I feel like soccer was already I mean, kind of going down a little bit. Guys, this is just continuing. look at it this it's way. And this is the best way I can put it. It's made us talk about Ronaldo, soccer. Ronaldo, you sure. have your Ronaldos, your Messis, all these big-time players. You know where they come from? They come from a small Portuguese town, a small Argentinian town. Wait, wait, hear me out. They're not grown into a club uh, facility. That's not how most of these players show up. They show up playing street ball. Yeah, they that's get a, that's signed. That's how it works in every sport. N- not necessarily. It's very different in world soccer. It's literally the world. <laughs> we have to remember that. Uh, if they were to do the Super League, it's not a big deal. Uh, but if fans aren't going to support it, there's no point in doing it. And I think that's the major, uh, the major win for people. You, you look at two sides. If you look at it from the fan standpoint... This is a horrible thing. But you look at it from the business standpoint. It's a great thing. It's a freaking genius thing. Yeah, I so. am confused as hell, Kenny Burke. Kenny Burke just put that. Like, it, it, it confuses me how it, you want to control what somebody else owns. And it's like, wait, that's not how it works. If these guys wanted to take the risk, mm-hmm. start their own league, if it failed on them, good. We've seen that with the AF. Mm-hmm. We've seen that with, you mm-hmm. know, uh, several leagues, the football leagues that tried to start here that just weren't good enough. They couldn't draw the audience, and they went away. I I, I like the ability of people to fail, and if you take that away, I, just I like to the idea of support small town little soccer. Well, no, man, that's not the like, thing. That's right. not the issue. You have to remember, some of those teams that are in that Super League right now are not even in the top four, let alone top six in their own league. Right, but so that's, that's part of it. It's again, the money attached. I, I to agree. The program I agree, the... and that's that's the whole so sport do you think, of soccer. Do you though. think the better players would have gone to this Super of League? Of course they would. But the problem... So why don't you want a better soccer product? It's not a better soccer product. Yeah, it's not necessarily a better product. If they have better players... No, it's not a better soccer product because that means there's only 12 teams that have the good players. And then... So it's not watered down. It's concentrated. That's stronger. Uh, Okay, here. If the Packers... If the Lions could only play their division all year, wouldn't you get sick of watching the same shit every single season? 
Yeah, wouldn't you want to play Patrick Mahomes in the wouldn't Chiefs? The, wouldn't this league expand if it was successful and bring in other cities? No, and, like it would just stick with the twelve and never change. Why would they want to share? Why would they want to share revenue? That's the, the whole NFL, point of it. The NFL expands and they don't want to share revenue. You There's expansion teams. You can't expand when there are twelve super teams. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, Does that make sense? Like, I clearly don't understand the thought process behind. No, no, you world do. Soccer. No, no, you get it. It's it's the European fan base that's opposed to it. That's fine. I think we all see that. Obviously, it doesn't make sense. The when you financial stand back impact and look at of it, though, right. uh, it's bigger than just oh, these teams are going to make a shit ton of money, which they probably are. Having said that, it does affect world soccer in general. Okay. Well, I mean, people are super passionate about it. I've never talked so much about soccer until this yeah, happened. So yeah. it, it definitely sent shockwaves through the soccer world. And I mean, there's going to be. It's going to change things in some way, period. Yeah. It's not going to be the Super League that they wanted, but it, at least they know people are thinking about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? Well, before I go, Joey said something that really pissed me off. Oh, good. I'll uh, sit back. Justin Fields has not been falling down on anybody's board. Uh, last week, he was favored to go number three, actually, to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so I don't see a conspiracy that... Justin Fields, uh, they're trying to dog him to you go get back his draft stock. Go back a couple months ago. A couple yeah, months ago. He was the, ago, number, two he was, he was the two. number two prospect right. before draft. Zach Wilson ever showed up. Before right. people even knew who Zach Wilson was. Yeah. Yeah, what? He and was always highly regarded. And then what happened? What he happened? dropped. He dropped. And then yeah, Mac because Jones even goes above him. Mac well, Jones. No, Mac Jones is going above if him for the dumbest reasons. If you go from number reasons. two to being number three or number four, in my definition, that means you dropped. No, that that's just not true, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, number right. one, You go from number, number two to one, three to four. That's number going one, Trevor up. Trevor Lawrence right. has been the number one prospect you're right. my since bad. he was that's in high school. Up. I mean, just just be quiet. Let me educate you a little bit. Educate me on how you go from two to three to four. Zach Wilson went from undrafted, essentially, to becoming a top prospect in the NFL. Yes. He produced in his pro day on his film on whatever whatever these scouts see in him they have Zach Wilson going as the number two prospect and number two overall to the good morning everybody. now where I disagree is I think Thank Justin you. Fields good morning everybody <laughs> Adam's a dumbass good morning yeah, okay. everybody okay <laughs> Man, explain to me how I'm wrong by saying that if he's you'd dropping let me, down if you would let me talk I could or you could just waste my time. I'm, I'm You're explaining wasting to you our clear. time, but go All ahead. Right. I'm waiting. I mean, I'm waiting. whatever you think. You know, you clearly don't watch film, let alone know anything about football right now. Because Justin Fields, in my opinion, is the third best prospect in this draft. And I actually think he has the highest character intangibles out of everybody in this draft. Having said that, I, he reminds me a lot of Dak Prescott. He doesn't do anything amazingly well, but you know what he does have? He has character. And I think that'll get him a longer way than Mac Jones and the Trey Lance. Having said that, I think we can all agree Zach Wilson going to, it's a phenomenon, whatever. He's a but I think you're clear. missing Joey's point. No, no, no. He hasn't been dropping. That's the point. He was two. He, he was two. And he dropped to one. Zach. He's three. Okay. But last week, if not four. he hasn't been falling because of this conspiracy that, no, oh. No, no, no. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying he's like, he's. This it, happens every year to every quarterback. Okay, I'm agreeing with no, that. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't sit up there, call me a dumbass, and then tell me that I don't know anything. Yeah, that you're I don't know a dumbass what I'm talking because about. all no, I said explain. was he's dropping on the no, board. No, no, you made a big deal about it and got your feelings hurt I because did not make he a big brought, deal came out it. with an epilepsy. I did not make a big deal about it. And that apparently hurt his draft stock. No, it wasn't. Last week on ESPN and multiple, multiple mock drafts, he was the favorite in Vegas who put money on this shit, saying that he was going to go number three after his pro day because he did such a good job. And now... The rumor is Mac Jones because he's the essentially the quick replacement 10-11 wins that will replace Jimmy G. I mean, I, I don't know. Every team has a different situation. If you could go back and redraft Lamar Jackson, would you take him in the top five? He fell to 26 to Baltimore. But you know what Baltimore did? They believed in him and they built a team around him, which is why he's successful right now. If a team does that around any of these quarterbacks, they'll be successful. It's boring simple. me out right now. That's fine. Because you're not understanding anything. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, I appreciate both your opinions, Joey. Uh, I didn't know Joey had an opinion on it. Yeah, he did. He did. He said going from two to three is moving down. Well, no, it's moving up. What a, what a take. It's what <laughs> moving a take. up. That's my Hot take. What a take. Can what I? Fact by fish, three is lower than two. Can I, can, I, can I say something real quick? Sorry about the camera. We'll get it fixed. Yeah. Uh, so... The European hey, Super hey, League. Hey, hey, let's fix. All right. We got fish. Uh, the European what the hell was Super League. <laughs> we uh, can fix our technical issues after the show. Go let, ahead, let, fish. Well, I got to put my camera make sure I'm good. Okay. Uh, so the European Super League was going to eventually be, the goal was to have 20 teams, and it was going to be a midweek competition. So I think that's why most people were pissed, because it was going to be a midweek competition, and the 12 teams now were going to still want to go to their domestic leagues. So I think that's why people were pissed because you get money from the Premier League and then you're going to get money from the Super League. Yeah. So people probably were pissed yeah, about the Super League. Yeah, but they don't understand how capitalism works. That's but the point now they're going to get more money from the Super League and they're going to get the extra money from the Premier League because they're obviously the big team so they're on TV. Yeah, I mean that's how it works. You get the TV budget, you get part of you get part of it. And get that's where we check. saw I'm the trolling on anybody for being successful. That's where we saw the awesome trolling where Wolves and Southampton called themselves champions. That was All pretty right. cool. Well, make sure you go to mybookie.com if you want to bet on any of Adam's bets from today, if you can remember them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, mybookie.com if you want to bet on any of the Super League teams. If that ever comes together, I'm sure they will have lines for all of that. They may even have a line if the Super League is going to happen or not. So that is something you can probably bet on on mybookie.com. Go there today. Make sure you enter promo code Woodward, and we will match your first deposit up to 50%. So you put in $1,000, we're going to give you $500 to spend and gamble any way you want on mybookie.com. Make sure you do it responsibly, though, because that's uh, that's the best way. And then make sure you follow Adam's bets because his record's damn good this season. So thank you, MyBookie, for everything you've done for us, sponsoring the studio. Everybody, go sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code Woodward and let them know Detroit is showing them love. We are here, downtown Fenton, my favorite Bridge Street Exchange. That's right, and uh, you want to switch up your wardrobe this summer? It's this easy. Ready, Joey? I'm ready. All right, you ready? I like it. You want to do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. All right. Ooh, Brixton, nice. One more time? Yes. Ooh, I like the hat on this one, too. You ready to do it one more time, Joey? I'm getting tired. One last one. All right, let's change it. <laughs> Bro, where's your shirt? You need new clothes this summer. Bridge Street Exchange in Fenton. That's where you need to go. Thank you, guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Welcome back to the Woodward Sports Network. This is the Morning Woodward Show with myself, of course, legendary fish, Alex, Stick, Corey, and then on today's beautiful day, which, by the way, I mentioned beautiful day. It was just snowing two days ago, and I just looked because someone commented saying it's going to be 80 degrees next week. It really is going to be 80 degrees next week. Hell yeah. And, and, and Terry, I'm just curious to see what your summer 80 degree weather outfits are going to be looking like. Because you can't come in with these sports coats, or do you? I, no, no. I haven't gotten them yet. You so I'll, I'll come up with something. I'm excited to Who see knows? what that I may, is. I may come you, in with a tiger uniform. You Who a knows? flowered shirt type fella? Um, no. Okay. But I, but I have little designs, like little tiny designs. All right. I have a question for young Joseph over here. Right. Let's get it. Let's I'm go. Ready. The Tigers uh, at the beginning of the season were in first place. Now they're in fifth place. It's crazy how that happens. Have they dropped? In Adam's, in Adam's book, that's going up. <laughs> that's going up. <laughs> no, have they dropped? They have dropped. A no, bit. they haven't. You don't know anything about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> That's the one that I love Adam so much, but whenever we have hypothetical conversations, like it really bothers him to like, all right, if you had Justin Fields and Zach Wilson the same, that's so stupid. They're not even close to the same. Like, I, but if you did, that's he's that's got Adam. his own draft board. That nobody else has privy to. No, yep, he's got uh, the Lions taking Slater. Which oh, has wow. also popped up on some mock drafts yeah. lately, I'm seeing. Yeah, ever since he mentioned that, it's become reality. So be careful Maybe what you Maybe people pay attention to him. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, Adam's a smart guy. Oh, he yeah. knows his sports, that's for sure. But he's, um, sometimes no on, on simple concepts like that, like from if he was two on your board, now he's three. He's moved down. Like it, it frustrates no, he, him. no, he's not moved down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, now, so, Terry, how's your week been, man? My week has been solid. You okay. know, when the weather is good, I'm doing well. When it's not, not so much. But, no, i am been chilling out. Um, we got good news the other day. Is uh, we're gonna get to see Celine, my daughter, graduate from college, because it, it it had been shut down and they told us we can't go and we got tickets to go out there anyway. And then they just announced they're gonna open up graduations and uh, oh, we nice. get two tickets, so we get wow. to see the last finally uh, graduate. Congratulations! Yes. Oh, dope. Is that, that is... sad for you, Terry? Be honest. What's the real feelings like? No, because now she can make money <laughs> <laughs> and she won't be begging for me. Except four go. years goes quick. Those student loans. She yeah. got a lot of student loans. No, she doesn't. Oh, nice. Now, now, now you're that's, now you're talking. That's a clap yes. right there. Right. Getting the education is one thing. No student loans. That's the real victory. Right. And she got scholarship money and stuff like that. Place is expensive as hell, man. Hell yeah. I went to the University of Detroit for one Ooh. year and it was like twenty six thousand dollars. Now it's up to like thirty five or forty it? or something. Jeez. Yeah. And that's less than Cranbrook for third grade. <laughs> yeah, how can Cranbrook be more expensive than UD? That Cranbrook's insane, man. Like, I, and same thing with Country Day. Like fourth grade, you're paying like ten G's to set, can send your kid to fourth grade, something like that. Didn't at one point it was like for for high school, like seventeen, and you had to have a laptop as well. Oh, I'm sure of it. it Provide like yourself of a laptop on yeah. top of that. That's why, well, like, we joke about, you know, St. Mary's all the time. Like, St. Mary's was five grand a year when I went. Yeah, same five, with Brother Ice. Five grand a year, plus they helped you with financial aid because they do that big fair. So, like, yeah. we were, my family was coming out of pocket maybe, like, two grand a year. Plus, weren't you a star athlete? And, uh, no. They, they wanted you to come there? <laughs> no. <laughs> they recruited him. No, that's what I, I did go there does. To play, I did go there to play sports, and then Wald Lake Western wanted me to come back and play. Um, oh. I, I didn't end up doing that, but I, I, I stuck 
stuck it out at St. Mary's. You? Humble even brag. Though I wasn't, even though I wasn't a starter. No, like Wally West was like, we'll put you in advanced classes. We'll do all of that if it's the education that you're worried about. And, but it didn't happen. So how did it feel to be recruited? Uh, it was nice, but I messed up because I went to St. Mary's. We did not win a state championship. Western won one. That's crazy. <laughs> While I was there. So it was, uh, it was an awkward decision, but I would never change it. It was the best decision of my life. Changed the trajectory of my friends, everything I knew, the connections that I had in life, and um, best now, decision now, I made. Did you get to meet high school girls? Oh, dude. The best part about going to an Orchard Lake St. Mary's was meeting high school girls because, you know, I met a guy there. He, he grew up in Clarkson, so oh, he knew about all the Clarkson house parties on weekend. All right. I knew about all the Walt Lake ones, someone from Farmington, someone from Bloomfield. And next thing you know, like, there's never a dull weekend. Well, I'm, I'm sure you know this now. Uh, St. Mary's has females. Yep. Right. They're not in the same classes, though. They're on the same campus. They, okay. they attend different classes. So they're separate schools on the same campus. I don't know how I would have functioned. And so, what's the theory behind that? You Men and or girls and boys don't go to class together. Do they feel that you're distracted? or? Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I think they wanted to just keep the keep kind of the education the same because it's, it's very similar to brother rice and mary and they're right next door to each other but they don't literally, mingle with each literally. other <laughs> literally like from from me to Corey is the distance between yeah, both buildings right. yeah. i have toured both buildings and i see that yep um but yeah i couldn't imagine girls walking around campus when i was in high school man i didn't even talk to a girl my entire high school <laughs> career mm. i am not even joking <laughs> yes sir we believe that one yep so, Terry, you, you brought up a bunch of stuff last night that you wanted to talk about. Anything you want to hit on first? Uh, not really. Okay. Um, let's, uh, well, i tell you what. Let's do this one because this is fun and people can participate. Uh, think about this. Who are the five toughest athletes in Detroit sports history? Mm. Ooh. See, I'm going to throw Stafford on that list. You what? Yeah. Oh, I no, 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 no. I am. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm talking about people like Bob Probert. Oh, okay. Rick Mahorn. Yep. The oh, guy that sits remember? in your yeah. seat. I'm talking about badasses. Yep. <laughs> Darren like McCarty. Badasses that you just don't want to mess with. Darren McCarty. Yeah. He's definitely on there. Okay. No, and I want, I want people to throw that in the chat right now. On, on any of our social media platforms, let us know who do you think is the toughest athlete in Detroit history. You can do your top five, but if you just want to limit it to one, then it's Alex fine. will throw some of those comments up on the screen. I, I took it as – I read your comment completely. I didn't know it was Detroit. I guess I missed the Detroit part, so I, I pulled up a couple. Yeah, it says but I, right on D-E-T-R-O-I-T. That's how you spell Detroit. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I did have a Detroiter on here uh, for mine, Chris Spielman. Okay, Spielman yes. was a dog when That's he played. That's a good one. And I, I tell you what, every time he went to the locker room, you know, he'd have like a torn bicep and, or something like that, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm good today. I said, dude, you can't play. Son, you know, they haven't told me I can't play. But right. he, he'd be willing to go out there. He yeah. didn't care. So he was tough. But Matthew Stafford, here, here's why <laughs> I'm going to take issue about that. They said he was tough because they're trying to get around the fact that he wasn't – winning as a quarterback so now you gotta say okay well he's putting up a lot of yards he's not winning he's tough tough son of a bitch and the thing about that too is a lot of these hits he held on the ball so long that he was forced to take these hits but i mean i just i view him as a tough player when he was here because all the hits he took and then getting right back up but now i understand your question i'm gonna probably have to go with same sport but go with and sue sue was tough yeah he was tough and asshole 
Yeah, but that's okay. that makes tough. you tougher. I'm not looking right. at my sports guys to be nice guys. Mm-hmm. I want them to be Spe- champions. Especially on defense uh, in football. Right. No, but I mean, anybody on the bad boys roster, I guess you can, you can throw on that list. Maybe John Sally. You, nah, you take off. Sally was not That's tough. what I'm saying. You take him out of there. Aguirre. Yeah, Aguirre had a little mm. gangster in him. Yeah, uh, but not really. Oh, no. no uh, Mark Aguirre. No, I'm saying like tough guys. Oh, yeah. No, I, Rick, I would say Rick Mahorn, Wallace, both tough, of them. Yeah, toughest yeah. guys on yep. Rick, Rick Mahorn, Ben Wallace. Those guys are tough because Joey Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Thomas was tough too because he, dude, I mean, he beat your ass. Dude, Isaiah, I mean, after that game six performance in L.A. when he played on that puffed up ankle, like if you ever question Isaiah Thomas's toughness, you're you're stupid. And then when he took the elbow from who was that? Carl Malone gave him that Busted nasty him right elbow. Open. Yep. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas was a tough, tough guy. Bob Probert right there from Rob Coddington. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Kyle Farnsworth. He was tough as hell. Whenever anybody charged the mound, he would whoop that <laughs> ass. You remember Kyle Farnsworth yes, whooping ass? and he drove this big-ass truck. Ooh, Gordy Howe. Gordy. Yeah, because he had the Gordy Howe uh, hat trick. Yeah, do you know how many he actually, how many Gordy Howe hat tricks Gordy Howe actually had? Two. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's legend. It's like back then, Ooh. us sports writers used to glorify athletes more. For instance, Babe Ruth. I just saw a documentary on him and just all the stuff that he did that was unscrupulous, nobody mentioned it. I oh, mean, yeah. he was. Cop. Yeah. But Babe Ruth was a great guy, but he was also this humongous asshole. But we heard about the great guy stuff, but the asshole stuff you just kind of sweep under the rug. That's what greatness does. <laughs> Honestly, people don't want to see it. You know, they want they want you to be the superhero in their heads and in their hearts. And that's why the the old saying, never meet your hero. You never want to meet your hero. Like people say that, oh, I wish I could meet this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, They'll you be- met me. I know. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, but, Set myself up with that side. That's, we're here having fun. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, who else would we put on this list? Uh, we have, any Tigers besides Farnsworth that you're think when you think tough? I mean, Kirk Gibson, obviously tough guy. Right. Yeah, played two sports, uh, intimidated people. Ran over catchers. Right. I love that. That's one of my favorite photos of you can't do that anymore and that's one of the my least favorite rule changes in baseball like as a catcher i enjoyed that contact when it happened like i i i wanted that part that's because you're so tough people just bounce off you (laughs) no but that was part of the game like that's why i liked catching was it added a physical element to the game that you couldn't get in the outfield you know right and i I I, I always look back to pete rose and he probably shouldn't have done it but he did it and i loved it uh, going to Ray Fossey in the All-Star game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't play All-Star games like that anymore. No. Uh, the, the only All-Star game that's legit is baseball. The rest of them are crap. Oh, that's a good one. I don't one. even watch them. Cromwell. Remember Cromwell? Oh, yes. you get Cromwelled. He was a tough hitter. Heck, yeah. Who who do you got on your list? What about uh, uh, Vladimir Constantino? Yeah. Yeah. Vlad- uh, I mean, people, there's a lot of people that never saw him play, and they just remember the the accident and you know him in the wheelchair and everything but this dude was tough as hell i mean he would just bust people up yeah he would just come out of nowhere and just bam you're gone i mean that's one sport like in hockey that you could look at so many because a big part of their game is actually hitting people on the ice 
And the Red Wings were the most known for that. Yeah. What do you got, Corey? I mean, I, I can't believe there's one name we haven't mentioned. Who, you? No, everybody. Um, what sport? Why don't you fill us in? He works here. Oh, we, we did say him. I didn't hear him. Yeah, I said right. Yeah. I said well, the guy that here sits in your seat three books to five. And trying to look for scoops and stuff. No, <laughs> we said yeah. Darren. I didn't hear. Him. I they said the guy that sits in this seat, not not with the right. name oh, Joey. This, 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 that okay. guy. Yep. Yeah. See how the dude that works here sometimes. I yeah. thought we said that. Oh, it works sometimes. He said, oh, it works here. That's different. Works here sometimes. That's Joyke. <laughs> no, that's part time. That's part time. He works here all the time. Just part time. Why is that guy so rough on Joyke? Uh, just he puts it on himself. Yeah, because <laughs> Joyke's family now, you know, and that, that's right. one thing we learned about Joyke early on is he's a prankster. He likes to give you shit. He likes to jab. He likes oh. to poke. So, And it's kind of like locker room stuff around here. You know, none of us dislike Joyke except maybe Fish. What right. about Mr. Peabody? That, that's a lie. I like Joyke. Yeah, I just love what I, Fish... I, I just wish he was more consistent on what he wants in his videos. That's all. <laughs> not, not, Fish does, pulls his highlights. That's so. all. Does Joyke and Mr. Peabody really hate each other? Is that no, a jo- is that they a love joke? each other yeah, so much. Well. Okay. Yeah, they, I just want to make sure. They, they, it's part of the show. Yeah, I don't think it intended to be part of the show that way, but it started out with Joyke poking him, but I, I think it's all out of respect now. I think at first it was, who's this fucking geek trying to tell me what to do? But that's yeah, I was going to say, at, at, at first, uh, the first event they had was the Call of Duty thing on New Year's Eve, and that, I think, definitely was, I actually hate you. Yeah. But- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're now the it's, competitors, which is great to see. Yes, now it's, it's all out of love. All right. <laughs> what about Barry Sanders? Do you consider him a tough player? No. Okay. Or uh, brought that up. I mean, but he was... The thing about Barry is because he was so elusive... He never really got hit like other running backs did. I mean, at some point, like five or six games times a game, deuces just get blasted. With Barry, you shoved him out of bounds or you tripped him because you couldn't you couldn't line him up. Couldn't catch him right. Yeah, he was slickery. A lot of negative runs though. We talked about that earlier in the show. Like, yeah, I know that's the only bad thing because he was always trying to hit the home run, and yep. you can't do that in the NFL. Yeah. If, I wonder how different his career would have been if he was just taking those little two, three yard runs instead of trying to make magic yeah, happen. Yeah, maybe, but we but would miss out. We, we'd miss out on some of the great runs. Yeah. ADI. And here's, here's a little dirty secret about Barry. On a lot of his 80 yard runs, should have been touchdowns. He got, caught, he, from he got caught from behind. He a wasn't lot. the fastest guy in town. No, he had jukes, though. Lots of jukes. Um, we got to give a shout-out to Levels. It's a dispensary that's opening up in Ferndale, coming very soon. And they've also partnered with Green Galaxy, which we were out uh, on Tuesday for 420 with Darren McCarty. Out there having a good time. Um, everybody was enjoying the Darren McCarty products that they carry there. Dude, you know what we need to do? What's that? We need to get some drugs together. You know why? Why? I can't sleep. Oh, I got you. Bam. What you I need, need man? I got you. Whatever will put me to sleep. <laughs> what you need, Terry? I got you. You want sativa? You want indica? Mi- you want apple? <laughs> got CBD over here. Mr. Peabody has good products. Does he? Yeah. Arts? Yeah, Art also has trouble sleeping. He has a lot of anxiety and just built up tension. Yeah, I can see he is Mr. Anxiety. Yeah. But yeah. I need to go to one of your little places. Just come to my house. 
<laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> Just come to my house, Terry. It's All like right. an opium den. It's, You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, make sure you uh, follow Levels on Instagram. It's at Enjoy Levels. They're good people. Another great local company that's supporting us. So we want to make sure we support them, especially when they open up their doors in Ferndale. So at Enjoy Levels, make sure you go follow them today on Instagram. Well, so I goofed up a commercial for you. I really need something to help me sleep. Oh, no, that's, that's like, a perfect commercial. That's for real. <laughs> Levels will be able to hook it up. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got more with Terry Foster. You don't fumble the ball at work. Hey, Drug Bell, Sean Belizean. See you guys next weekend. Oh, Bell soft. Wait till it comes to New Zealand. Swore that out. I'm back and have the Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show right here on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. My name is Stick. Every Thursday about 9 a.m., the legend Terry Foster, at Terry Foster, Woo-hoo. D-E-T, on Twitter is how you want to follow this man. Glad we right. were able to get yeah, that situation my, straightened out. Thing, yeah, thanks to you guys. Yeah, Joey, man. Joey, Joey's the man. I, I didn't know how to do it. I just feel like this old guy with the internet and everything. I had to come to yo, young Joey. Hey, Joey. <laughs> nah, it's not <laughs> hard at all. You just got to hit settings and then change username. It's real, real <laughs> complicated. Brother, I didn't know that. Real complicated, Terry. Nah, that's what we're here for, Terry. And uh, we love having you on, man, to just talk uh, all Detroit sports and you know, you're such a legend in this town, and you brought up some good conversations. You've also told us that we, we got to expand what we talk about a little bit, too. I did say that. Yeah, because you want us to, you know, be more personal and our likes and our dislikes. So you brought up Prince. Uh, yesterday was five years after he passed away, and uh, I was telling Joey, like, it, it Prince dying was a pivotal moment in my life too because i had just moved to grand rapids to program a radio station and like it was the first week i was programming this radio station top 40 mind you and he passed away and my big boss called me he's like how are you going to handle this and i played prince multiple times every hour just to honor prince and then we did a whole promotion where we turned the blue bridge purple out there and stuff like that in grand rapids and you know the way i look at prince is like michael jackson Right, you know, they're one and one a when it comes to that, and that's been the debate forever too. And you right? can have that fight. Right. Oh no, Michael, no, no, Prince. Right. What are you talking about? And then the other person who disagrees with you is completely a dumbass. Right, <laughs> right. No, but they're both great in different ways too. Prince, like Michael, was an artist, but he wasn't an instrument guy. Prince was he could play every instrument Literally. you put in front of him. One of the greatest writers of all time, like. Just so many great things coming out of Prince. So, yeah, even as a top 40 radio station that's supposed to play pop, 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 Justin Bieber, we went Prince heavy that day because you had to to honor the legend. And you said there was a top five list. Yeah, the LA Times did a top. No, they actually did every Prince song, something from 1 to 72. Uh, they ranked it. So I, I just pulled off the, the top five. In fact, two Prince songs that I like did not make the list. What what are your favorite Prince songs? Uh, I think the number one should be uh, Purple Rain. Yes. And it wasn't? It was number three on the list. Really? Here is the top five Prince songs according to the LA Times. Little Red And Corvette. everybody drop your favorite Prince song in the chat right now. We want to know what you're grinding to. Number one, If I Was Your Girlfriend. Number one? Okay. Yes. Two, Kiss. Wait, come on. Kiss is a big song, man. I like Kiss. 
It's cute, yeah, but it's, it's not Purple Rain. It's popish. Yeah. Did they, did they make a movie called Kiss? No. They made a movie called, called Purple Rain. Right? Yeah, but if you a watch classic. Pretty Woman, she's singing Kiss when she's in that hot tub. Yeah, but just we're just checking her out. <laughs> just saying. All right, number three, Purple Rain. Yeah. Which should be number one. Number four, Sign of the Times. Yeah. And number five, Let's Go Crazy. Okay. I'm surprised Little Red Corvette's not even on the top. It made the top ten. I think it was seventh. I made my own top five list for Prince. You want to hear okay, it? Okay, I want to hear it. You want to hear it? At number five, I got Get Off. Okay. To me, that song is just funk. That song's a yeah, jam. Every time is. that comes on, man. And then Makes the, you move. Yep. Um, and this is when I was kind of growing up, because obviously I, I was born in the 80s, so I didn't get all of Prince, but like Cream was huge when I was, mm-hmm. like I think, 9 or 10. So that's the Prince I really associate with. Cream was with. like 30th. I remember. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what's, what's, what are you doing? And doing? 7. I love 7, too. Remember that? S- 7 made the top. 40. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, my Prince catalog is a little bit different. And then uh, number two, I got When Doves Cry. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. Maybe I'm not like my mother. That was a great song. And then number one, Purple Rain. If you don't have Purple Rain number one, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I, I was a little disgusted by that. By the way, two songs that I liked didn't even make the top 72. One was Darling Nikki, which is kind of nasty. Yes. <laughs> you don't like nasty. that? Are you no, mad at him? Mad at not the, okay. Oh, I thought you were like, <laughs> I thought he was mad for you liking that song. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't, he won't play it anymore. Well, he's dead now, but, you know, before he dies. <laughs> he won't play any of these anymore, he Terry. He Why the play hell is he playing this? Because he found religion and Darling uh-huh. Nikki was too nasty because mm-hmm. she wants to grind. And then another one I like, but I don't think anybody else is going to like is uh I forgot the name of the song, but I like Darling Nikki. I and, would die uh, for you. No, I, I love I, that song. I too. will die for you. Made like the top thirty list. Raspberry Beret. That was that was the top ten. That you was got like the 10. look. <clears throat> yeah, I want to be a lover. He, yeah, he's got a lot of gems. That jams. one was pretty low. Diamonds and pearls, man. That was another good one too. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he just kept rolling. So let us know what your favorite Prince song of all time was, because you know it's fun. We got 1999. We got Cream in the comments. Uh, let's see. See, this makes I you more for you. This makes you more mad than when you're looking at an NFL mock draft and there's a pick that you pissed <laughs> right. at. Because this is history right here. An NFL mock draft. We're gonna forget about it in a couple weeks. Couple, literally a couple weeks. But, but you know what? A week we, from today, we, we are very protective of the music that we like, and I think some people. Uh, are afraid to put their music list out there because every, someone's going to make fun of it, and you're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just keep that to my breath, to myself. I, sure, Listen, I, put, I put my five Prince songs out there They're in no order because I just I don't have, I never really thought about ranking these. Are the, the five songs I go back to a lot. Erotic City, I know oh. that's probably not on there. That's a great song. No, man. you know what? Remember that, that from was the Batman like movie. Sixtieth. I just like I just love that song. Right. Erotic City, Little Red Corvette, Adore. Um, Darling Nikki and um, the beautiful ones. I like. I, I don't. I don't. That, put, I don't that's the one that I, I like. I it didn't make the top seventy-two. Now I didn't put Purple Rain just because it's 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 it's, it's too iconic to just like even rank. It's like it's all like it's an automatic. How many babies top. you think have been made to Purple Rain? <laughs> Four million. <laughs> like, at, at half least. the population, at yes. least. Uh, I forget who, what artist I was interviewing one time. Uh, he was coming out with a mixtape called "Songs You Were Made To," and it was all throwback songs. You know what? Hold on. I can't be dumbass today anymore. Uh oh. Adam, fun fact: I've never listened to Prince. 
Adam? Wow. <laughs> See, but maybe he just didn't grow up in that, like with his family. But yeah, that's no, something that no, you still no, gotta no, brother listen to. Prince is like huge. Yeah, you gotta listen to. It's transcendent. That's yeah. why we're talking about it on <laughs> right. a sports show today. I I talked to my 19 year old, kind of saying, you know, hey, you know who Prince is? Of course, Dad. What's wrong with you? Everybody knows who Prince is, and they've heard of his songs. I'm looking up uh, Lebanese artist Gilgamesh. That's uh, that's Adam's number one on his playlist, or Sabah, or Sami Clark, or Shiraz, or Javi Shiraz. Huh? Shiraz is actually pretty good. You remember Asari? Oh, Masari. Masari. Yeah, yeah. We did some work with him back in the day. Yeah. All right, Terry. Well, I think everybody agrees Prince is the man. Yeah. You ever made a baby to Prince? No, I I made a couple of babies to Charday though. Oh, okay. So yeah, you put that I, on. I like her. Some slow and sexy. I've never seen her in concert. I've always wanted to. You see her You know what? In I saw her in concert, and I tell you what messed up. Like she she had lipstick on her teeth. Oh. <laughs> and I, I just couldn't get past that. <laughs> like, this is my girl. And I'm like, oh, about that. damn, why she gotta have lipstick on her teeth? <laughs> Man, t- Terry's a hard critic. He is. Terry's a hard one to pull. All that tells me is Terry had fucking great seats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Terry's not sitting in the nosebleeds. I had some connections back yeah, in the day. Apparently you did. Uh, Joey's got connections with Northwestern Tech, don't you, Joey? I do got a little bit of connections over there because this is actually life-changing. And they're perfectionists. That, just like Terry is with his woman, you can't have no lipstick <laughs> on your teeth. you got to learn from the best school, and that is Northwestern Tech. A 10-and-a-half-month hands-on HVAC program, heating and cooling. I mean, let's talk about industries that you will be safe in forever. Everybody's going to need heating and cooling. There ain't going to be no robots taking over that. So northwesterntech.edu. Check them out for yourself, and maybe you're going to be starting a new career for yourself. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. And at Hall Financial, we treat our clients like family. And our number one priority is giving each of our clients five-star service. Our passion for five-star service, combined with our expertise, allows us to find the best possible solution for refinancing your home loan. We take the time to focus on both the individual and the numbers. We're gonna walk you through the process and close your loan in half the time of our competition. Go to davidhallmortgage.com today. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Can I be bad Thank for you. a second? I, Thank I, you only, I only heard one part of that. I'm assuming it was directed towards right. me. No, no, no. But S- fish. Yesterday. Yeah. This is for you. <laughs> okay. So what happened was... All I heard was one part and everyone looked <laughs> up at me and I'm like, oh, oh boy. Now, fish doesn't swallow. We found that out yesterday on the show. Correct. Corey he, has a rough time with it, too. Does he not know how to swallow or does he just refuse to swallow? No, I'll I'll drink water before the pill, right? Oh, we're and talking goes, pills. Yes. Oh, 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 okay. You should see Corey's swallow yeah. game, though. It's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Whoa, Corey's a throat. Corey's a throat. Like, Pause. honestly, like, that, that's Tom the throat out. goat right there, for Tom, real. Tom, oh. You know, it's protein. That's why Corey's not healthy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now I was just talking about steak. <laughs> he doesn't so, like that. Why, why y'all, 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 the y'all tube nasty. variety. Yeah, <laughs> y'all nasty. Right. I'm with you, Terry. I don't know why. So I'll, I'll, I'll put water, put the pill down. <laughs> and still then trying I'll to explain it. Like ten, it'll be like five minutes. I'll just be swishing it around. I'll try to get it down. So I just have to take liquid medicine. Yeah. I can't okay. deal with pills. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, fish. five minutes is a good time. 
Man, wait till you get old like me, man. You got to start swallowing those pills every day. I got my little pill thing. Like, like separated. Oh, you got the Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> M morning, afternoon, evening. Damn, you got the AM, PM too. Yeah, <laughs> that AM, is PM. a stage in life like that. Like you reach a certain age, and I think do they just send that to you. But nah, you got to go to right health insurance. No, no, no. At that <laughs> age. They, they are they're they're cheap. You can get them for three or four bucks. I used to do that with my weed. Like this, is my Monday weed. <laughs> this is my Tuesday <laughs> weed. <laughs> point five here. Point five right. There. right. <laughs> and the next thing you know, oh shit! I already smoked through Saturday, and it's Monday. <laughs> so it didn't work out for me that way. Now you're a smoker. I thought you'd be an eater. I, I'm a consumer. Okay. <laughs> I will smoke it. it I will vape it. Just... I will. It, I will drink it. I will swallow it. I will do whatever. I. I, I love not, the weed, man. Except for dabs. I'll hit you dabs. Know, no, never again. Yeah, you know what? I am not a weed guy. What is dabs? I've always heard the term dabs. I've never known what that is. So, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, they take like a concentrate. And it, uh, majority of the time, it's called earwax because oh, it looks okay. like earwax. Yep. And then you heat up a. It, it literally looks like you're fucking smoking crack. That's why I don't love dabs because you're you're heating up a, a hot thing and then you're putting the dab on it and then you're sucking the smoke off of it. Huh. And, I mean, it's a whole lifestyle, but it's like freebasing weed essentially. I feel so. Much like a square, because I don't, I don't do weed. I don't like the way it smells. Really? See, yeah. I love it. I, um, I was, I was one of those kids that they put on Ritalin at like nine years old, okay. and then they transferred me over to more medications to slow me down. And then I didn't start smoking weed really till I was eighteen, and then I started smoking and I got off Ritalin. I got off all these other pills, and it's benefited me in that way to where it slows me down and makes me because my mind is fucking crazy. If I don't slow down, I'll be talking wild as hell. That's the same with me. Like I, um, for me, it was in 2011. I was on prescription pills for you know anxiety. So my mom was just like, she found out. She's like, flush that shit down the toilet. You know, in so many words. And that's what Mama said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since and that that two week withdrawal without being on the on the medication was horrible. But transitioning to you know THC who's been now doing more CBD is I would never do a prescription pill for anxiety again in my life well I'm, I'm willing to do an edible some brownies or a sucker or something so I can go to sleep I got you but I um I was talking to this woman like it was about 15 years ago and uh, she had like a little pipe and I just mentioned I said I haven't had a joint in 25 years and like her eyes lit up. It's like, oh really? <laughs> well, you about to have one tonight. You gonna learn today? I'm like, damn. <laughs> so uh, we we were in a restaurant. And she said, um, "Could I? Could you come outside because I want to take a, uh, you know, a puff of my pipe, and I didn't, you know, I don't want anybody messing with me." I said, "All right, I'll come out there." So I go out there, and she's got this little, little cute little pipe, and she puts her little weed in there, and she smokes it. And she said, you haven't had a joint in 25 years for real? You bullshit me? I said, no, nah, I'm telling the truth. I just don't do it. So she took this big-ass puff and grabbed me. And just went, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, That's it wasn't. the worst. I what? I, no, it wasn't. It smelled bad. No, nah, it, it was. Depends. See, why, why is it that some weed smells horrible and some actually has like an okay smell to it? Because you got trash weed. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've had someone blow like when they would inhale they, you, and they blow they, it. They had, bad, they had trash weed. It was, it was bad. 
But that secondary smell is a lot different. Like, distance weed smells a lot different than right up front of you. Yeah. Like, that concert now, smell when you walk in, it's like, oh, I'm at a concert. This oh, is geez. amazing. You know? <laughs> this guy's floating through the air in the concert. Oh, where's the weed? Right, but if somebody's hot box in your car, it smells completely different. But isn't the weed today a lot more lethal than it was 20 years ago? It's insane. It's mm-hmm. insane compared to what it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, the first time I went to Why Amsterdam. <laughs> He's high on weed. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't hear us mention Darren McCarty earlier. <laughs> hey, who's D-Mac, also high on weed currently. D-Mac, D-Mac pre-rolls, Mac 69. Yeah. What, what's my name? Uh... See, he's on weed. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. He, sh- he should be suspended. Did the Stephen A. Smith lay off the weed? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely stronger. Science got a hold of weed. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, right. it used to just be natural. Hippies would grow it out of the ground. They did import it from Mexico and stuff like that. But now science has a hold of it, and they're just you know crossbreeding, creating pollinations, all types of. What, it's what really I, grown leaps and bounds. What I will say is, when I went over to Jamaica, and I was talking to the guys. They were just like, we don't do none of that stuff to us that you Americans do. We don't put all those chemicals and everything on it. We just juices and berries and from the sun. We don't right. do none juices of that. And berries. They literally, he literally said that. We put it in the fruit and this and that. We yeah, don't do all that it's chemicals. Fresh. Now, yeah. it's not weed. There's ganja. It's Yeah, but w- when you go to Jamaica, like, you'll buy a pound of weed for, like, 400 bucks, and then they'll give you a hash stick, like, this yeah. big. And you got to put it in there for that weed to make any difference. Because <laughs> that hash is all the difference in Jamaica. Pro tip. Now, we got the weed from Jamaica. Yep. United States. Hawaii is supposed to have good weed. Yeah. My Don't they have like a stick? It's like a stick thing or something like that. Yeah, well, it grows in a different humid climate, so it's really sticky, and it, it grows in a different way. It's more like the tie stick than it is the regular bud. Yeah. I mean, I could get into this weed conversation all day. <laughs> I, Obviously, I, you know this I, is a passion I of mine. I did not know that. I stumbled into something with this dude over here. Yeah. Well, I don't project that. You know, like people, and I'm a functioning like pot smoker. Like, you know, I I do my job. I come to work every day. Yeah, I don't smell like it. You know, like I I respect others because I don't like the way cigarettes smell. And when somebody it. comes in reeking of cigarettes, I don't want to be the weed dude. Okay, so that's what, that's why I try to present myself. And it honestly, it helps me in my life. Like, it really helps me. Otherwise, like I said, I'd be crazy. So we kept you off weed for three weeks. You'd be like. Bouncing off the walls. What was it that you had to? Was it when you had your tooth, uh, your your dry your um, wisdom yeah, tooth pulled? Was yeah. it? They said I couldn't smoke. But yeah, I smoked, but I no, was smoking. There was a time where I knew you a couple years ago when you didn't. You couldn't nope. do it for a little bit. Nope. There has not been a day since uh, April twentieth. <laughs> no, since um, since nineteen ninety nine that I haven't smoked. Not a day. Really? On vacation, no matter where I've been in the world, I always find weed. Like. Not a day goes by. Damn. You yeah. can't take one day off. I haven't. No. And, and it's not an addiction thing. It's not like my body like sweats or anything. Are you it's afraid just... to be around people when you don't smoke weed? Because you, you're going to be so crazy that people are like, okay, I'm going to no. lose friends today. It's and... not like crazy off the wall. It's just I won't be able to like have an engaged conversation because my mind will be thinking of 47 other different things while we're talking. Okay. Like I, I just I'm not a function. Like I can't focus at all on anything. And for me, I used to be a um, nightlife photographer, and I did not like being bumped by people. Like I, I know it's kind of stupid to say being working in a nightclub, but if people touched me, I would be freaking infuriated. So I've, I, I didn't do that. I, I didn't do that before any event, but a nightclub, but a nightlife event, and that way it would just keep me calm and collected to be able to function throughout being in the club. 
Because if I didn't, I'd just be on edge the entire time I'm there. Like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm interested. Fish has got his hand up. I did not expect you to be a part of this conversation. What do you well, want to say, I'm Fish? Well, I'm only a part of it because I want to know, have you been on the MI uh, Canacast podcast? And oh, yeah. Would you? You've been uh, on it? Oh, yeah. Several times. Okay, cool. Yeah, we've talked about uh, weed and movies and weed influence in music. And we've also just talked about, you know, my experiences and why I, I support the medical marijuana industry. So, yeah, the MI Canacast, one of my favorite podcasts that we carry here on the Woodward Sports Network. Search them, and they're up to, I think, over 200 episodes now. And they, they go all over the place, talk to all the dispensaries. They do reviews, and they're just really knowledgeable guys. I should be on there as a guy that knows nothing about it. <laughs> right. That's Me great. too. <laughs> That's great. No, and honestly, to each their own. You know, like if it's not for you, it's not for you. I don't judge you on that. Okay. Well, one thing, let me, and I know you like to talk weed, but one thing I think all three of you are, and I could be wrong about this, I think all three of you are sneakerheads. Am I right about that or not? Not me. Not I wouldn't you. say I'm a sneakerhead. I like them. Yeah, Corey, Corey's boy. Sneaker head, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Ant. Ant has about um, ninety pairs of sneakers. If I, don't, I think that's putting it lightly. Yeah, I think there's. What do you mean by sneaker head? What's your definition? Because now there's different levels Someone to this who game. Collects sneakers. You got them in blue boxes. Oh yeah, and no. Label. I have a Jordan. few. I have about six or so, like Jordans. I had a pair of Yeezys for a second. I legit just gave them away to my future brother-in-law the other day because I could care less about Yeezys. My son is a sneakerhead, but he's got a modest collection because he's poor. Um, That's what I was going to say. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm uh, not a sneakerhead. He's got like 20 pair, but you know, he's not like, he doesn't have like 80 or 100 pair of the whole closet. But it, it kind of reminded me, what was the one sneaker that you asked mama for? And she said, no, it costs too much money. Uh, Jordans. 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 The first LeBrons for me. The first LeBrons. Yeah, that took me about a year and a half to get a pair. And let me preface this by my parents didn't not get me the Jordans every once in a while. Um, it was just at one point my foot was growing so fast they, they did not want to buy it. Like I went from wearing Jordans to wearing Spaldings overnight because my parents okay. were like, we're done spending money on shoes. But I walked. I my, rocked. Mine is going to be ridiculous. My grandmother would not buy me Chuck Taylors. Ooh, all right. Because... The price went from $11.95 to $12.95. And she said, boy, that's way too much money. I'm not, <laughs> getting, you, I'm not getting you those. So I had to get uh, PF Flyers. Ooh. Those are sweet, though. See, I, it, no, they weren't. See, you guys <laughs> are so lucky. I mean, you got leather on your shoes. You got designs. You got naked women on your shoes. Naked you got all women. kinds of colors. I did just buy some new ones a couple weekends ago. See, even though that's a plain, bucks. that's a plain shoe, bucks. that would be like a fashion statement back when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, it was just—I mean, it was all canvas, and you always twisted your ankle when you pl tried to play basketball in them. We had no leather, no designs. It was all pretty nasty. Yeah. See, I, I didn't get a chance to get into the Jordan, the Jordan game because um, my father hated Michael Jordan. <laughs> so it was all. So my two pair of Jordans I've had in my like um, teenage teenage life, they were bought by my uncles. But my, my dad, anytime you see him, he will he will he will groan. He wouldn't. He does not like Michael Jordan, so he would not spend any money on a pair of Jordans. See, but I love that because most people, especially nowadays, 
probably hate Kanye West, but everybody wears these Yeezys, so they get the Yeezys. That. I don't either. The like ugliest the, shoes. There ever. are people who will literally just say, "Oh, f Kanye," and I'm like, "Dude, you have a pair of Yeezys." Yes. On. <laughs> yeah. It's status. It's, 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 it's status, and it's the trend. I mean, same with Jordan. You could hate Michael Jordan. That's why I respect your pops and you for for actually following through on that because. Everybody's wearing Jordans. They're the coolest shoes out there. Well, obviously, Corey's making money over here because he's got on his big baller brand uh, uh, shoes right now. Are those, all big those big baller brand shoes? Hell no. <laughs> oh, I do have a big baller brand hoodie. You got the black Nikes on today? Yeah. That's the Corey specials. My friend, my friend bought me those for uh, Christmas. Those are big baller brand Nikes, but it's the 270s if you're wondering, by the See, way. Yeah. I would never buy a pair of those just out of principle. Oh, yeah. Because his father's so nuts and everything. I just... Yeah. And they're, they're $400. And Shannon advantage. Sharp never got his shoes. Yeah, and they never send them to you. That was the thing. Like, you had to pay, like, 350 bucks up front, and then they did not send them to you. Ooh, the Allen Iversons, the and ones. Ooh, yeah. the Allen Iverson questions. Yeah. That's a good one right there. I tell and you, ones. a shoe. First pair of Ewings. I had a pair of Ewings growing up. I, I tell you one that, that killed me. The Grant Hill, the little hill, the little triangle looking the shoes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Grant was my boy, so I bought a pair. Big mistake. My feet Shit. hurt like hell when I put them damn things on. Now okay. That's, now that's what my dad did. Okay. Mitch Miller. That is, li- I'm not joking. That is my dream shoe to have. I don't know why. The spring Those dollars? ugly ass die die Latrell hmm. Spreewells with the spinners inside of them. Uh, you know what no. I'm talking really? about? I don't know why. I've always wanted a pair of those Mr. just 20, to hold on for life. <laughs> Mr. 21 million is not enough to feed my family. <laughs> it's hard out here, man. It's hard out here. Did you ever funny. get the uh, Reeboks where you pump up pump. the thing? Oh, hell yeah. yeah I never I had, had those. That, that was stupid. I can't believe oh, an educated guy like me fell for that bullshit. You had them too? Everybody had them. And I, I thought first thing I did everybody was everybody them I want to buy a pair of them again. Did just you have, have a them. sweet windbreaker to go no. with it? Like the whole windbreaker nah, outfit? I just, I just wanted to pump my damn shoes. Yep. Did you ever try to pump it till it exploded? No. Uh, I, I would sit in my room like pump, 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 I just pump, wanted, pump, 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 pump. I just wanted to be tight to my feet. Yeah? Yeah, huh. that's all. No, I love, I love the pumps. What I, was the one shoe that you were embarrassed that you had to rock? Was it the PS for you? My Spaldings. It was uh, PF Flyers. Yeah. Mine were Spaldings because I was Nike head to toe, but my shoes were Spalding. You know, my daughter, she Awful. only wears, in, in America, it's Adidas, but if you go to Europe, it's Adidas. She only wears Adidas. Oh, oh that sounds sweeter, actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Remember the acronym for it? Like, all day I dream about sex. Yeah. Did you guys have that? <laughs> Remember Fila back in the day? Forever I love Arabic. <laughs> I did not. I never even you never that heard one. that? No. Oh, for real? Like, all the Arabic kids at uh, Wall Lake Middle School would only wear Fila. That's it. Forever I love Arabs or a- Arabic. That's, That's what awesome. they would say. You can't say Arab. I just did. But you can't. You could say, why can't you say that? You could say Because it's derogatory. No, it is I not. Have a, I have an Arabic friend that says it's okay. I, <laughs> it is not. Now, Stig may remember this era. My, now, even, if, even when I did have the money, I was not allowed to buy them. In high school, when the Jordan 11 Cool Grays came out, people were getting their heads knocked off for them shoes. Yep. I was literally, when the Star Southfield was actually a, um, a, a real theater, <laughs> um, I literally every time I went there, somebody was getting their ass beat for them shoes. A South Theater, yeah, people got their asses kicked for, <laughs> for no reason. It wasn't because of the shoes; they just kicked <laughs> people's ass there. The Eleven Lows might be my favorite Jordans ever, though. 
I like those patented leather ones from uh, like the late '90s that they had. Those were my joints with the baby blue for the North Carolina. Yeah. I love those shoes. Never had them, but I love those shoes. Twelves? I I don't know. I, I don't know whatever the number it is. Ones. Like we have a we have a podcast here. It's called the Sneaker Box, and they're I um, have seen the Sneaker Box. And those guys, I would like to know how many pairs of shoes those guys have. Dude, they had a pair here the other day that was like what thirty thousand dollars or something crazy. It was nuts. Wow. So that's that's a lot of money. Now um, I don't wear them, and I only got I have a pair of Shaquille O'Neal's oh actual boy, the shoes. Diesel's oh his actual shoes that he size wore twenty whatever. Yes, it was 22. It's, they're red, and they're huge. And uh, here, here's our dumb ass. I, I put flowers in them. I use them as a – I put a little pot of flowers and as a decoration, decorative thing. That's actually kind of sweet. That's awesome, but I'm sure you can sell that for a lot of money. I should a lot have more than a flower them. pot. Right. Yes. <laughs> I used to have the Shaq sandals. Do you guys remember the Shaq yep. sandals? No. Yep. They, they were sandals, but you could, like, ball in them. That's actually another one, too. The Jordan sandals, I, that was one that I've always wanted, but my parents never used to get me them. Why did I miss the sandal craze? Yeah. Dude, right now, Jordan sandals, that craze is crazy right now. Well, for me, I like to get practical shoes uh, so I can walk in them and be comfortable. That's all I care about. So my gym shoes are kind of boring. They're all white, and... Uh, that's about it. I I, uh, I did see some shoes yesterday. I think they were Nikes. They were red and purple and all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I was interested find, in that. I was looking for my sandals. I wanted you to see these because these were the ugliest motherfucking shoes ever. But I loved them. And you bought them why? Because I was that kid that like, oh, I can go out and have sandals and still play basketball. <laughs> like, and look ugly. Yeah. Okay. I, I, listen, I don't care. Like, my wardrobe, all that stuff is never something I put a lot of time into. Like Full court. Do you ever play in sandals? <laughs> never. All right. Look at what, what Adam just put up on the screen. <laughs> well, Terry, man, thank you for coming up and it spending was a pleasure. time with us. Thank you, and we got off subject, but that's all right. No, it's all right. That's what we're supposed to do, just have a good conversation, and, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on. I look forward to our prep every Wednesday or every Thursday, Wednesday when I'm writing the prep for Thursday. It's like, oh, 9 o'clock? Terry. Filled right. in. Hours All it good. says, Terry yep. Foster. And I, I'm like, oh, this is the easiest day of prep ever. He'll, so. he'll come up with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Terry. Let's take a break. When we come back, it's time for Fish's Facts. I'm looking to bring on another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Time. Yeah, it is. Fish. Go fish. Fish facts. It's fish. Every morning about 9.50, we bring on the legend, the man, the myth. We call him Fish, and he's got facts for you today. What you got, buddy? I do. It is Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. We have a video for you, as always. And we uh, go out to Thursday Night Football out in uh, Sydney in Penrith, where the Panthers played the Knights this morning. And uh, you're going to see a Panthers guy go down yeah, after nice a stiff big stiff arm from the Knights. Uh, fun fact, that will be their only uh, touchdown or try, as they call it, that they would score in the whole game. So they lost 24-6. to That was a good play, though. But Yeah, it was a good play. 
Uh, the Knights are okay. Uh, seven and zero. Penrith looking good. Panthers lost last year to the Grand Final. Uh, we go to basketball. Y- you guys love Canada? Uh, who doesn't love Canada? Of course, I'll, especially I'll let when you change my life. All right, I'm, I'm talking the country, not women. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. He got uh, 10,000 points. And he is the second Canadian to reach that milestone. That's not the Canada nice. we love. Who's the first? So, Steve Nash? congratulations to Canada. Is Steve Nash the first? Uh, sure, Steve Nash. Okay. And we go to Blazers. Portland Blazers, they have a minus 20-point differential this season. Uh, they're 0-9. Which is not very good against the top four West teams, Jazz, Suns, Clippers, and Nuggets. And when all you do is play them, that uh, doesn't bode well for them. Yeah, it's not going to be a good playoff look if they got to get into a series, huh? No, it is not. And the, uh, you know, we talk about the Lions and the draft. Let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the draft. Uh, they haven't won a game in April, so that's not good. Uh, they're on a 12 game losing streak. They're uh, fifth worst record, and they have 40, 34 draft picks in the next seven years. How the hell did they get 34 draft picks? So, yeah, we talk about the Lions trying to beef up. Uh, Thunder have 34 draft picks in the next seven years. Well, there's only three rounds to the NBA draft, isn't there? Two. 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 So, a lot of picks. So, that, that they can... at most, that's 14. Oh, Jesus, how the hell did they accomplish that? Oh, they're smart. All righty, today, right? today is... April 22nd. Boom. I sometimes forget that. April 22nd. And we go to a uh, baseball game back in 1970, which took 18 innings. It was the Senators and the Yankees, and the Yankees lost 2-1. And you loved that, didn't you? Uh, yes. I, I'm a big fan of long games. I don't necessarily watch the whole game, but if there's, if I see a game in the 19th inning, I'll turn it on. Because it's, it's history. It's fun. And they're ruining that. All right, we go to 1994. Tanya Harding. Uh, she sues her ex-husband, $42,500. After the skating incident, I'm sure everyone knows about, where... Who who was it? Her... She uh, paid... Or someone... To, to hit Nancy yeah, Kerrigan the, in yeah. the knee before the Olympics. Right here in Detroit, too. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's the most famous thing. Why? Why me? Why? Oh, we go out to... Tennis out in Monte Carlo, where Nadal won in 2018 to make it 11 wins at the same event. Guy's a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. I believe he has 11 French Opens or 12 French Opens, so that's another good record as well. And we have a birthday today. Uh, we actually talked about him earlier on the show. I was going to hint, hint, wink, wink, but uh, you guys, 1986, he played on the Seahawks. Marshawn Lynch? Ding, ding, ding. Marshawn Lynch, it is his birthday today. Hey, happy birthday, Beast Mode. So happy birthday to Marshawn Lynch. He uh, he doesn't have a team, right? Uh, Not at the moment, no. I hope someone gets him a bunch of Skittles, though, for his birthday. I love Marshawn Lynch. This is a human <laughs> he'll, being. He'll, he'll get picked up somewhere. And Joey, good news. We have a wedding. Yes, my favorite. We have Who a we wedding. Got? We have Emmett Smith's wedding back in 2000. There you go. He, Miss uh, Virginia. Yeah, married a beauty queen. Good for him. So he's doing well right now. And uh, <laughs> this is the facts. We're going to have a great day. Tomorrow's Friday. Weekend's coming around. Terry Foster's here. Life can't get any better than this. Give him the thumbs up, Fish. There it is. There we go. Yes, thank you, buddy. And it's now time for Joey's Dumbass of the Day. Oh, to present the award. It is Joey. It is time. Dumbass of the Day. Why would you do that? And the loser is... This is the first time I don't even know what the Dumbass of the Day is. Because we pass it over to Corey, who wanted to award himself this 
So, Corey, what you got? Well, at least this time I'm not doing – I didn't get a concussion. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's but good. But I'm about to, you know, after myself in a, in a different way. So, I went out to lunch with a, with a friend, you know, somebody I've been, you know, hanging out with for a couple of months. And went out, did lunch. Everything was smooth. Now, just real quick, you guys ever walk, be on social media and you see sometimes women post memes about, like, you know, date, dating and how rough dating is and guys and stuff like that. So – after she left, I was about to say about an hour or so passed. I was just playing around. You know, I, I you know how I, I just stoke fires on social media and post stuff. I was just playing around on my phone. I'm like, man, I would take a woman seriously. Dot dot dot. And then I made the the other the other part really small, like and where you had to really screenshot and zoom it in. And I was, and I put if they weren't boring as hell and oh, um, stop posting those stupid memes. She screenshot it <laughs> and saw it. Thought it was about her. Ouch. I've been on the S list for the past. Uh, was it about her? It, you know what the funny thing about it was? It wasn't, first off, it wasn't about her. Second, I forgot what the hell I put <laughs> to even Wait, talk to Wait, so you discuss. posted this right after? Well, like within like an hour, hour oh and a half. Oh my God. But how the hell That's she's not dumb. supposed to assume yeah, it's so about then, her? You know it's, what? It's about is, her. Is, I was just like, well, I, was trying to be, I was trying to be funny, and I was like, yep, one of those times my dark sense of humor kind of uh, put my foot in my mouth. Do you want to attack that? Did I, you know, I'm not going to degrade her and talk <laughs> about that, but... That's a yes. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, degrading her. That. I think it's more degrading to say you didn't want to tap it. Oh, yeah. It, it is more degrading, but... I did. No, I didn't want to hit that at all. <laughs> hell no, hell no, hell no. It's the best compliment I could have right. gotten. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did it, and I'm just like, damn, damn, damn. And it, it, it honestly was not about her, but I was just trying to be a stupid, a funny ass, and it bit me in the ass. Yeah, well, congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, th let that be a lesson. Uh, hold those comments back for when you're not on a date night. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Women like funny guys, but you can't be funny about them. Right. That's for sure. I always know that, young Corey. You I, going I, on I, another date with her though? Or are you still in the doghouse? Oh, I'm I'm in I'm I'm still in the doghouse. I'm I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be able to dig myself out of this one. Well, we'll see. Congratulations, Corey! For the first time ever, I get well, to second. play. Uh, second, I get to play this for you. Oh yeah, crank this up, fish. Dumbass. You dumbass. There it is. Red Foreman called you a dumbass. That's all we needed for today. Thank you guys for hanging out with the Morning Woodward Show. Have a great Thursday. Belizean and Bell is up next, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then, of course, The Hook from 3 to 5 with Darren McCarty, Maz, and Pilar. And you can listen to it all on the app. Make sure you download it today, like right now. Stop what you're doing. Go on to your Apple Store or go to Google Play Store. Put the app in your phone and give us that five-star review. Thank you guys so much. Have a great Thursday.